560 WQAM presents the Neil Rogers Show. Oh. To talk to Neil, dial 567-0560 in Dayton, Broward, and other counties. Call toll-free at 877-75-6345. AT&T wireless users can call for free by dialing pound 560. The views expressed by Neil and his guests or colleagues do not represent those of WQAM's management staff or sponsors. Now, no. Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. Hi, this is Sonny Fox, and I listen to Neil Rogers because I can hear the word asshole. You asshole. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a day for some strange behavior. But don't you dare mind, I'm out of my mind. It's a beautiful day in this beauty wood, a beautiful day to show wood. Won't you be mine, and lift your behind. It's so nice to have a neighbor, just like you. Uh -huh. I've always wanted to do a little kid, like you. So, don't try to get up and just run away. Just stay a while so we can both play Like you're behind, one nice behind Black But don't you be a traitor Oh, don't please, please don't be Don't tell mom and dad, you traitor My television neighbor, I'm glad we're together again Not anymore How do you like that, huh? Well, it's sad that was in very bad taste, by the way. Are you playing that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I played well, it? Well, you know, I'm a heartless prick. Mr. Rogers is dead. He died. And I'm sure we'll get somebody to call and say, oh, the wrong Mr. Rogers died. You know, something like that. Right. And then you make these cracks about you thought he was gay, which I thought was ridiculous. He died? I have yeah. no, you know, knowledge of that. I just got that impression. Well, he had a wife. Right. Joanne. He survived right. by his wife, Joanne Rogers. They're two sons, two grandsons, mm -hmm. nephew, Neil. Oh, that convinces me. According to his website. But on the other hand, he wore cardigans. I see. Well, anyway, he died from uh, after a brief battle with stomach cancer. I don't think there was anybody in America who didn't uh, throw a grow up watching <laughs> oh. Mr. Rogers. Well, I mean, he was beyond my time. I mean, when I was a kid, it was like Howdy Doody and well things like that. When I was a kid, I thought, what the hell is this? But I'm not, I guess we shouldn't say that. And it was the guy in Channel 7. What the hell was his name? Wayne Chandler. Wayne Chandler. Isn't he dead too? I don't We've know. Asked that a million Wayne times. was great. Wayne Chandler and the Sunday Funnies with uh, Toby the Robot. And Did everything. he do the clown thing? I'm not sure. I see. Skipper Chuck well, blew him away. Skipper Chuck, there's another one. There's a great guy. Now look what happened to him doing Cemetery Village spots. Hey, you got to eat. Oh boy, poor Skipper Up Chuck, man. He was a big hit on the Rick and Sud show though, and look what happened to them. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, those poor guys. You know what? That's the way the business is. Here's somebody going to say the wrong Mr. Rogers died. You watch. WQAM? Hello? I don't think the phone pot's on, Robert. QAM, hello. Hi, it's Nancy Company, please. Speaking. Neil, hi. How you doing? I got, uh, can I discuss two points with you, Neil? Can you what? Discuss two points that's going on here in South Florida. Go right ahead. Number one? Right. Number one will be about uh, the speech that uh, President Bush said last night. Completely, I, was, I used to be like pro-war, pro-everything, but uh, seeing what's going on right now, you are absolutely correct, sir. This mm -hmm. is going completely down to the toilet. 
Well, it's already I mean, been decided. It's been decided a long time ago, and it really doesn't make any. Don't confuse them with the facts. They've already got their plans in place, and it's going on regardless of anything, you know. So that's it. It's a shame that uh, we're going to have to head this way and going back to in time, including the economy is going to go down worse than it is right now. Right. So incredible. But the, anyway, Uncle Neil, second point I got is uh, this tough year with Cuban Brothers to the Rescue system that they have now. Uh, are you aware of that? About the uh, flying guys that they come and rescue on, and, and uh, see all those Cubans, raptors. They're still doing that? No, they, they cut them down. But today on the news, I heard this guy, uh, Basulto, which is the president, that he's doing in court for $40 million for what's going on with that. You believe that? Now he's he's suing Castro. He's... Oh, he's suing yes. Castro. Yeah. For now, let me million. ask you this. Who do you think we should invade first, Saddam Hussein or Fidel Castro? I'm not joking. I'm serious. Don't you think it would be a lot easier to knock off Castro and he's more dangerous to us than uh, Sodom? 100%. You're right, 100%. Let's go that. get him, man. <laughs> all right, Neil, that's all I got for you. And I'll split the 40 minutes with you. How's that? Uh, I like that. Okay. okay. Later, uh, buddy. Arrivederci. Yeah, let's go get Castro first. He confiscated American property. He's a, a barbaric, uh, torturous, right. uh, all of these right. things that we keep hearing about Prison, Sodom. Torture, which we knew, murder, we knew right. that about Sodom in the first place, back when we were like shaking his hand Are when Rummy was over there. Huh? Are you starting up again? Yes. Okay. Especially because Robert's sitting there, you know, Robert the warmonger. Although uh, he is happy because, uh, you know, the Bush people like the Jews to their face. Anyway, yeah. speaking of uh, Mr. <laughs> Rogers dying. Yeah. That was uh, small potatoes compared to Tom Glazer, which you weren't even aware of this no. until I informed you before the show. Right. See, George gets the information first before the show. Carlos is absent today. That's why Robert is in there. Also, Robert is in there as a spy. <laughs> He's a plant. No, no, no. Today the trends come out at 1130. Right. So this way, Robert can he can see those numbers and get a hold of them immediately, if not sooner, and that way he can pass them along. Now, I asked Robert... How many people do you think, you know, because they're building a little bit on the morning, and now that we got Ding Dong School in there to hold their hand, how many people do you think are listening to the morning show? And he said, Nine. Actually, we lost the Ding Dong School. I'm a little upset. You did? Yeah, they don't show up anymore in the morning. They're not coming in there to hold your hand anymore? No, I'm really upset. The I training wheels are off. It's a big day. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? They, in other words, I think they gave up. <laughs> oh. That's terrible. You know, it's like it reminds me of all those people that protested yesterday, you know, on the Internet, which was a smashing success, by the way, like, like millions. They had the White House uh, switchboard tied up. And you see how much then you saw the president speak last night. So it obviously had about the same impact as Ding Dong School. None, you know. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see when those trends come out. And who the hell are we to talk? We could be in deep crap after that December we had, you know. Right. Oh, that well. guy, remember the guy that called? That, that one guy, yeah, that's right, one of Robert's people, one of those right-wingers who, he got the diaries, but he punished me because he didn't like my politics, so therefore he punished me. In other words, he's one of these goody-two-shoes right-wingers who's so much better than the rest of us, but when it comes down to being honest about stuff like that, he's lying. He's using his diaries yeah. as a weapon. Yeah, but he's well, lying for the sake of good, a greater good. Let me just say this to you, okay? The good news is my check showed up on time yesterday. Thanks, Clarence, you're oh, a knucklehead, right. but uh, thanks for the checks. That's the one thing he's good at. He gets those checks on time. It's in the bank, and that's all I care about. Ask me if I care about anything else, and the answer is no. no. That's it. I'm beyond that point. Tomorrow, today we got the trends. We got the baseball game. We're still trying to figure out what time we get out of here. I mean, Clarence, it would be nice to get. Is Clarence in there, or is he yeah, like? Yeah, he uh, just uh, stuck his head in the door and. Uh, did Robert rubber. close it real quick? <laughs> oh, missed him by that. that much. Show him how we do that. We're training Carlos to jam that door shut real quick when certain heads stick in there. <laughs> 
But anyway, it might be nice if Kermit would tell us what time, because this is this could be the strangest program log I've ever seen in my life. If you look at the last page there. Yeah. I don't know which break is ours, which break is We got theirs. two commercial breaks in there. Which, now, on my schedule, it says the Marlin Ollie festivity star. This is an exhibitionist game, by the way, which is really shocking that we're preempting a high-priced show like this and part of Hank's show and, and all of the Mad Dog. I forgot about that. The Mad Dog, who's the second highest rated show on a radio station, he's also getting dumped out of there for an exhibition baseball game. Anyway, the Marlins in the Orioles, so it says on my sheet, 1250 to 4. So I, I said yesterday, we got 10 minutes off. I look at the log here, and it says 1230, Marlins 05. I don't have no idea what that means. Then it says 1230, hardball with question, question mark. mark. Right. And then, then the it series. says sports update. Then it says 1230 to 1, Hank Goldberg. <laughs> Right. Oh, I have a Hank Goldberg update, by the way, speaking of him. About what? He will be in studio today. He canceled his uh, trip to Vegas. How come? I don't... He's not going to the Reverend Jones fight? Mm, I guess not. Reverend Jones fighting Jerry Falwell? <laughs> I was looking forward to that. Just when Reverend Jones sticks his uh, puss in, in Jerry Falwell's and says, You're gay. I thought that would have been kind of funny. Uh, He's not going uh, to Vegas? Maybe it's because he's, just told. he's been a little bit ill lately, and that's that's good. Don't be schlepping all around, Hank, okay? Don't be getting sick again. God damn it. Now, what was I just saying? Oh, we're trying to find out what kind yeah, of Marlin game. deciphering all the Robert just got back, sure. so maybe he knows something now. And the answer is? Ask Clarence. 1250. 1230? 50. No, I'm sure he would say about 30. About 50. 30. About 30, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he said that. 1250. Damn it! <clears throat> That's bad news. So I guess now, that third break in that hour is ours. I see. Well, we'll worry about it when the time comes, if we make it that far. Got most of my voice back today, thank I God. Thank the Lord. Oh, God. Now, anyway, Tom Glazer died. Does anybody in this audience know who Tom Glazer was? Don't tell no. him. Folk singer and songwriter, best known for his whimsical children's songs. It was a bad day for the kids and people, those of us who used to be kids. Isn't it hard to believe there's some people that you think of and you say, boy, that, that person was once a kid? Like Mo, for example. Can you imagine Mo as a child? N n no. He said something a... interesting this morning, though, right at the end there. You heard Did it, Did he too. really? He said well, it's a sad I, I day. Didn't hear, I didn't hear the end. I couldn't hear anything until the theme started. He said it's a sad day for uh, kids everywhere because uh, Mr. Rogers died. Do you think there yeah. is a current child that knows who that is? Are you knocking Mo again? You're just doing that to piss off Robert, to put yeah. his job Are in jeopardy. Are you kidding? He's red, red in the face in there. From laughter? Yeah. Anyway, can I get back to Tom Glazer? God damn it, i got to do the uh, break who? in the polls. Tom Glazer. Especially his song, On Top of Spaghetti, novelty song in 1963, all covered with cheese. Don't you remember that? Of course, I sang it. And you thought it was a schoolyard song I that the kids that, just yeah. made up. Well, he wrote it. He wrote it. <laughs> How do you like that? Now, let's see. Does it have any other songs that he ever wrote here? Um, Talking Inflation Blues, Minnesota Party Tape, Facing the Crowd. Oh, oh no, he composed He composed songs and background music for the film by Ilya Kazan, Facing the Crowd. Uh, Okay. In 1945, started the show on ABC Radio, Tom Glazer's Ballot Box. So for you old fogies out there, he was 88. And believe me, that's old enough. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, it's not a happy day that somebody dies, but he was 88. See, when somebody who's 88 dies, we don't say, well, gee, what do they die from? Because generally, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They died from time. They died from father time, 88. And what, I mean, it's pretty exciting when you write a song on top of Old Smokey, all covered with cheese, or whatever that was. I like the violent variation myself. 
What's your take on the Iraq attack? Speaking of violence, we asked yesterday, and we had a tremendous response, which we'll give you when we come back. But we don't want to get behind. we got to do the break because we got that big ball game coming up. Exhibition game. Any interest no. in the Marlin game today? No. Marlins and the Orioles. No. They're going to be hot. Not. I heard uh, about 30 seconds of Joe and Mark yesterday. Coming in for the humper. Mm-hmm. And the call was, uh, oh, and first they were talking about the Panther game last night. Coma and Deuce, they didn't show up, by the way, too, when they lose to the Ducks. Oh, another paltry crowd. And uh, also about um, baseball starting today, and Joe said he had no interest in the Marlins, none. He's only concerned about his Yankees. That would be like me saying I'm only concerned about my Leafs, which is true. But at any rate, and then um, the first call was a guy who said, well, since you guys are, like, on top of all these things, will you hear anything about, like, the, the uh, Dolphins re-signed Rob Conrad and about the free agents? And my all of a sudden, the button in here went in the off position. <laughs> Just by itself? Just automatically, as soon as it heard that sports nerd stuff, it went in the opposition. Rob Conrad. You got I'd rather talk about smart radios. I'd rather talk about William Conrad. You know, I like those fat guys. Robert. Nine thirteen at five sixty WQM. Tomorrow's my twenty seventh anniversary on the air in South Florida, oh! and Brandy Shoes is celebrating their twenty fifth. So we got a lot in common. Any independent family shoe store that's been around for nearly a quarter of a century has got to be doing a lot of things right to keep bringing those customers back, like offering an unbeatable selection of men's and women's famous brand shoes like Rockport's, Echoes, Mephisto, Timberland, Clark's, SAS, Floorsheim, and lots more. And then they got a wide range of sizes, whether you have big, fat, long feet or little, tiny, uh, skinny one, and a foot two. Men's sizes 6 to 15, women's 5 to 12, and widths from the very narrow to the very wide. Speaking of that, I missed Smallville last night. I'm going to have to watch the Easy View on Sunday, on Tuesday night. Missed it. Speaking of big feet. And don't forget their professional sales staff that will help you select the right styles, then sit your ass down and fit those shoes to your individual feet. And with over 40,000 pair in stock in their 8,000-foot gigantic mega store, you'll always find that they got whatever you're looking for in stock. Brandy's a great place to shop for shoes. They're at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. Open every day, 9 to 9, Sundays 10 to 5. And this week is always another special. All this week at Brandy's Shoes, all men's and women's Sperry boat shoes on sale. American Originals, only 49.90. All of their Sperry styles, 20% off this week only at Brandy's in Pompano Beach. Whether you're a Muslim wanting to get rid of those annoying Kurds, a Sikh trying to rid the world of Hindus, or a Christian wanting to eliminate abortionists, there's only one place to shop for all your religious weaponry. Religious Weapon Supply Company. At RWS, we believe in the rights of all religions to physically exert their prejudices against other religious groups who don't agree with their sets of values. RWS supplies all organizations with a vast range of weapons, and we ship all over the world. For only a small extra charge, we offer an engraving service to have the name of your faith inscribed on each weapon, indicating to your God your level of commitment. So before you start your next jihad, stock up now at RWS, Religious Weapon Supply, because you know your faith is right. right. 9.18 at 5.60 WQAM. Poor little Carlos, he's in traffic court today. Now, you did manage to to fax him all of those bedtime stories? Yes. For our website? Yes. Get with it. Get with it, little beaner. No, that's what he reminds me of. He, he, he's not Cuban. He's got to be. Isn't he like a little beaner? <laughs> you definitely would see him at Taco Bell. Here's a fax, our first fax of the day from the audience. It says, let me be the first to say that the, um, I can't read a word on here. It's tough. There's something that come out today the will be the highest, oh, the trends that the Howard David Show will ever receive. My reason is that January book is 
something the NFL playoffs and a Super Bowl and the National Championship Fiesta Bowl, these events led to some interest in the morning show. Included. The January well, book is, included. This is from, uh, this is an inside deal. Who is this from? You got me. Miami, or, Miami and Orioles first pitch 105 pregame. Well, what does this mean? Have a great afternoon. This is an inside job. Let's get the handwriting analysts. Hey, Miguel, whose handwriting is this? Go walk walk around the building. What kind of fact is this? This is like an inside job. Go well, we'll see if this is the highest mark the Mo Howard David Show ever receives. Says. I sure have my doubts. And what what does his rating have to do? In fact, the fall book wasn't the fall book the Dolphin book. Yeah. Yeah. Last time we checked, was that a big number? No. No, that was a, a death knell, if you ask me. So what the hell are they talking about? Obviously, somebody from inside who knows nothing about programming, which could be a lot of people in that place. Okay, let's get back to the poll, can we, please? 1,301 votes. See, it's good that we stalled a little bit there. We got over 1,300. Pretty heavy-duty response, and we should have, of course. What's your take on the Iraq attack? It's coming, but I'm against it. 459, 35.2%. It's mostly about oil, O-I-L, 372, 28.5%. It's coming, I'm all for it, 318, only 24.4%. That's not what you call too heavy-duty, is it? Well... It can still be avoided, 102, 7.8% of very, very naive people who don't understand. It's coming. Whether you like it or not, it's coming. And I have no clue, 50, which have got to be the people who called us yesterday, all 50 of them. Yeah. And probably Greg voted, too. I have no clue. Thanks for your refreshing honesty, Greg. It's about time. Now, here's today's poll, which was offered by a listener yesterday. I'm thinking about one thing. Yeah. See, he put your name and Crystal on there, which I, I, I also put on there, but the right. audience has... The audience has never seen your wife, number one, and no, most of them never seen you either. Right. You spelled it wrong, so I fixed it. Well, we're crossing it out anyway. Oh, all right. Well, because well, they I don't know what it. either one of you look like, so what the hell does that mean? You know, they, yeah. some of them know what you Good look point. like. I, I added one, by the way. Okay, what is it? Anna Kornikova and Enrique. Well, I don't understand. What, is that? what does that mean? Why do you say that? Oh, just a thing. Is he ugly? No. No, I know what you're trying to say again. Always comes back to the same thing with you. Try to say, you know, same old thing. In fact, George is doing his best impersonation of Reverend Jones this week. Everybody's gay. You're gay. In fact, if you're saying that to Anna, I think you may have a point. Really? But that's my take. All right. I think she's a dyke, but that's just my take. Better that than the alternative. Either that or she's a fag hag. Hmm. Because she seems to hang around a lot of people of questionable persuasion. But nevertheless... I haven't even asked the question yet, and already you're interfering. <laughs> Couples who most made you say, what the F is she doing with him? I, and I thank very much the listener. See, if you people out there would do something more constructive once in a while, like Mo said yesterday when he got that crank call, which I... See, he doesn't know how to deal with crank calls. He just can't believe that anybody would crank call his show. <laughs> he, can't, he can't accept that fact. I can't believe it. So, you know, be, be constructive. Have something to say. There's plenty of other shows on this station where you can uh, call in and be an asshole. That's right. Why the hell not? That's what we specialize. That's why I get paid a lot of money for talking to assholes. I, in fact, people ask what I do. I, I always tell them I talk to assholes four hours every day. At least I'm being honest. Couples who made, most made you say, what the F is she doing with him? Julia Roberts and Lyle Lovett. That was the first one that came to my mind. And right. these aren't necessarily people who are together today, but people have been together, you know? Right. Catherine Zeta-Jones and Michael Douglas. I know what that's all about. Carmen Electra and Dennis Rodman, Denise. 
Shania Twain and Mutt Lang. Now, does he have a name, or is that just... Huh? I, I, I don't know from him. And Celine Dion and Renee, which is her uh, bald-headed... Uh, I, I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, wow. Although, quite frankly, what's, what's yeah, the big deal with sure. her? no prize. Big I think that's stage. a match made in heaven. I may We'll keep that on for the moment. So you can add to that list. Couples who made you... These are celebrity couples, not your next-door neighbor. Not people who are like um, QAM, like George and his wife. Couples who most made you say, what the F is she doing with him? Excellent topic. Robert Blake last night out with Baba. I managed to stay up for 40 minutes of that. And I also did tape the Frontline show last night at midnight from WNED in Buffalo, the PBS outlet here, but I haven't watched it yet. See, these people don't understand. There are only so many hours in the day. And I was going to like a smartass yesterday afternoon. I thought, well, maybe I'll watch it off the Internet. There's only one problem with that. Yeah. Can you imagine what it might be? Oh, 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 you have no audio on that computer up there. <laughs> it makes it kind of difficult to watch any TV shows in here or listen to audio when you don't have any. Oh, what a concept. Nice going, Corso. Once again, you guys rocket scientists. Well, if you would have just told me. <laughs> yeah, right. So I have no audio capabilities on my cheap uh, Neisner's computer here. Although I will say my Internet connection is absolutely oh. sensational, man. Never have one second of downtime. Isn't that great? I don't want you to feel bad. Oh, Thanks. Never have had one one moment of downtime. I did have one glitch on the end of the show. I think it was on Monday, remember? Right mm -hmm. before the end of the show. But mm -hmm. then I restarted the whole thing, and it was just fine. No problem. Just the way a computer ought to be. As opposed to that five and dime thing we got down there that pretends to be a... Uh, you know your friends at Bell South? Yeah. Spiro Cantoon and that mm -hmm. crowd over there at Bell South? They're not bye, bye Robert. Where's Robert going? Robert just morphed into Miguel. Oh, Miguel came in now. I can't believe that. Miguel is wasting his time on a high-paid show like this. He's putting his lips all over the earpiece, too. Yeah, there you go. surprised me. He's probably trying to clean him off after just getting cornered by Doreen in the hallway. In fact, that's probably why he came in to join us today. It's probably Doreen is chasing him around in the halls again. She ran out of stuff to eat. Anyway, welcome to the show, Miguel. Always nice to see you, even though you did hate those bedtime stories. You're a liar and you're phony, but that, I, we understand, you know. I never lied about that. After the hell you didn't. The hell you didn't. You lied right to my ear. Don't tell me it was like I had a stroke, okay? He says he hated him, and he always hated him, and he always has that he hated Remember him. Remember what he told me? He loved it. In fact, just in his honor, maybe I'll do a few today. Although I think this poll should engender some pretty damn good response. And then we got the trends coming out. we got the ball game coming up. Oh, what yeah. could be more exciting than a Marlins exhibitionist game? Live, Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. Suck it in and hold it. Almost 40 years after the British invasion, America is again under a musical attack. But this time, from the godless hordes of Canada. A new day has come. The latest CD from Celine Dion. This tuneful barrage of epic proportions is taking America by force. Taking money away from American singers and diverting it across the border. Where fanatical madmen think Bachman Turner Overdrive is still cool. Celine Dion. Celine Dion. A new day has come. Featuring hit after hit after smash hits. Including yet another reason to hate NAFTA. I don't need no stinking green card. I'm better than you because I'm French-Canadian. And her latest hits, I drove all night, but due to the exchange rate, I had to drive six hours more. Plus this bonus track of Celine Dion banging on her chest as she belts out the French-Canadian national anthem. If there were such a thing. Celine Dion. Available wherever foreign music is indiscriminately sold. Celine Dion. Just $19.95. Canadian. And she makes me gag, I'll tell you that. 931 at 560 WQM. Here's an interesting story. Did you see this? Which one? A Filipino man cut off his oh, penis. the one I emailed to you. Right. 
in Manila. A Filipino man cut off his penis, tossed it through a window to his estranged wife in a bid to prove his fidelity, a Filipino newspaper said today. The man wrapped the severed member in a newspaper. And that would be a great name for a rock band, wouldn't it? Severed member? <laughs> Very good. I'm writing it down. Wrapped it in a newspaper, threw it through the window of his wife's parents' home in the northwestern town of Malasiki, the Philippine star said. So you will not suspect I'm courting another girl, the star said. The man shouted before he hobbled off into the night. His shocked wife gave the severed penis to police, who sought the help of an embalmer to preserve it until her husband could be found, the paper said. How do you like that? Mm. Well, he's not doing anybody else, that's for God yeah. to answer, even himself. <laughs> nice going, sir. So there's the new poll for you. You know who I think sent that uh, fax that I just read a little while ago? That sounded like an inside job? Probably Gildy. You notice how he's out sick today? It's Trends Day. And I realize it's not a whole rating book, but it is the trend. But he's a, he is peeing at his pants so bad after that last book came out. He, he was not only calling all the people on the staff, including me at home, whining and, well, what am I going to do? You know that. Why should he be peeing in his pants? Because he's a nervous Nelly. Do you ever hear how he sounds on the ear? Is he afraid he's going to be the next scapegoat? Did you hear what I just said? Yeah. Not only was he calling everybody on the staff, he was he was taking the yellow pages, starting at Aardvark and going all the way through Zebra. Just calling people indiscriminately just to find a number for somebody to talk to. What am I going to do? You know, like that. The show is dying. What am I going to do? Come on, Gildy. Butch up a little bit, will you please? Good golly. What a puss. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line for you to peruse whatever you choose and of course some additions to our poll today which we're building in progress. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. No more mo. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. Mobile in Boynton Beach. Hello. Hi, how you doing today, Neil? Okay, sir. I got a uh, couple for you. Good, thank goodness. Well, Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston. What in the fire truck is she doing with him? Okay, not bad. Although I think they got a lot in common. Yeah, a lot. A lot in common. But we'll put it down for you. Okay. Okay, thanks. thanks. And don't forget Marlins baseball, twelve fifty. Okay, Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown. I don't. I don't even understand that one really. When you come right down, no. I think they're a good match. Should we not put that down? I'm trying to put it down because I don't see like anybody else calling in with any suggestions for this as we're picking up right where we left off yesterday. Right. This must be coma week in South Florida, is it? Pericoma. No, no, seriously. They must all be in a coma. I must be missing out on something. I, and, and the idea that I'm not feeling the pulse. I'm reaching for the pulse, little Tommy. I can't find one. Death Valley days. Of course, nobody's answering the phone anyway, so that's beside the point. Five six seven oh five sixty. In his defense, Miguel has to build the um, the log up from scratch because Robert went in there and deleted everything that I had already done. Why did he do that? Because he likes to do it his way, which is the hard way, which takes five extra steps in preparation and execution. But don't get me started. Well, we're not going to blame Robert for that. We're blaming Carlos for being in traffic court today, okay, and dicking around with us. You know, it's one of, when you're a high paid big shot on a high rated show like this, Carlos. You don't just pick and choose which days you're going to like, uh, you know, screw off. Traffic court, my ass. We were worried about him this morning because I guess did not did Clarence tell you he wasn't coming in or you just forgot about it? I forgot about it. He told me. Carlos told me, but I forgot about it. Yeah. And he told Seems Clarence. To me that that, Clarence yeah. like lay down on a job again. You know, Clarence, you're okay for the checks, which is the most important thing of all. But all the other stuff, oh brother, you got a long way to go, sweetheart. A oh, long. Apparently, he left a message on Robert's answering machine, but Robert hadn't checked his uh, 
messages. Messages, yet. Yeah. Well, Robert was pr probably busy calling the White House all day yesterday to counter those <laughs> war protesters. He was probably doing that free uh, republic.com thing, you know. We will win uh, victory.com, whatever the hell that crap was. Didn't hear anything about them, by the way. They must have been small potatoes. Because the other thing, the one that we were talking about, the virtual march, that got enormous, not, not enormous, but it got some quite a bit of media play later on in the day as the day went on. They couldn't resist it. Although one thing for all you right-wingers out there, this this Donahue business, oh, and, you, and i got so much crap here. You know, I'm worried about these people with this poll. We'll get to them eventually. So we know about this Sammy Al-Arian, this professor at the USF that finally got canned long overdue. Mm -hmm. We talked about that a long time ago. Well, Boca Brian, in the midst of, uh, you know, he's always feeding me material, most of which goes in the circular file. But he sent me all of this crap yesterday, and on the last page was something pretty interesting. Because this is the story, which you've seen, about how Al Arion was a Bush supporter, and he was photographed with Bush, and here's the picture and a whole deal. It says, the Bush campaign in 2000 very determinedly reached out to Muslim voters. Indeed, wait till you hear this. Indeed, Muslim Americans may have tipped the election to George Bush. One survey suggests... That 50,000 Muslim voters of Florida, normally staunch Democrats, reacted to Al Gore's selection of Jew Lieberman as his running mate by voting 80% for Bush. That outreach campaign opened relationships between the Bush campaign and some very disturbing people in the Muslim American community. Many of those disturbing persons were invited to stand beside the president at post-9-11 events, like his meeting with Muslim community leaders at the Masab Mosque, which is the picture with him and Sami Al-Aryan. That laundry head goofball. How do you like that? Huh. Now, now this is the first evidence anywhere that, that I've ever seen that indicates that Al Gore lost the election because of the fact he put Jew Lieberman on as his running mate. Because he had a Jew on there with him. Right. You talked about all the uh, the Bible Belt people. All the, all the, all the, all the crackers, all of those right. people. never even dawned on me about, because who the hell would know that there would be 50,000 Muslim voters who ordinarily vote Democratic who would be voting in Florida? I had 50,000. Yeah. This is an election that was fixed by, I mean, a one by 500 and some odd votes. 50,000! Right there! And I was the one that had the balls and the perspicacity to tell you that when you put a Jew running mate on there in America, America is not, and this idea that Lieberman is running for president? <laughs> what the hell is he kidding, huh? I think rocker or I would make a fine president. And the other thing, Phil Donahue strikes back at MSNBC. Phil strikes back yesterday suggesting the network was too quick to pull the trigger. That might be trying to out-fox out, out Fox with conservative voices. Donahue's political talk show, a distant third in the cable news ratings in his time slot, was abruptly pulled from the air after Monday's show. The show premiered July 15. He noted that Donahue's ratings were better than anything else in struggling MSNBC's primetime lineup. It took almost three years for Fox News to overtake CNN. He said in a statement released yesterday, we had six months. But the most disturbing thing... He noted that the network recently hired conservative commentator Mike Savage as host of a weekend show and retired Republican politicians Dick Armey. Remember Dick Armey? Yes. And his army, his merry band of lunatics? Oh, my God. Where the hell is that? Oh, it's under Barney Fagg, isn't yes. it? Yes. I'll find it. It's the last goddamn thing I do. And also, Joe Scarborough, former Republican congressman. I mean, we're talking about real, real right-wingers. I like peace and quiet. And I don't need to listen to Barney Fag, Barney Frank ringing in my ear because I made a few bucks off a book I worked on. Yeah, you tell him, Dick. Dick Army, Joe Scarborough, and Mike Savage. This suggests a strategy to outfox Fox, says Donahue. And of course, it goes to show you how stupid they are. You know what it's like? It's like somebody else putting another sports show on in the market. 
Let's have four or five more, okay? So they can divide up the other uh, two points that are left. No, you're wrong. It'll bring more people to sports. Yeah, that's right. I forgot Ray Perry being the broadcasting genius that he is. <laughs> It'll bring more people to sports. Let's have a baseball card station, huh? 24 hours, all baseball card talk all day. It'll bring more people to the baseball card industry, don't you right. think? I, I, well, how could it not? <laughs> Here's a call from Davey. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I just wanted to give you a, uh, a pig report. Okay. Flamingo Road, the whole Davey police officers are all there. The whole station is there. There must be 16 or 18 of them. On both ends, we're getting it. Flamingo and where? Uh... Between 84 and uh, Griffin Road. All right. All right. On both ends. Okay, Governor Officer McGahee. Officer McGahee, he's an asshole. Okay, thanks for the warning. All right. And call ticket defense team, please. Well, there's a guy obviously got a ticket and is pissed off about it. Okay, I don't blame him. That reminds me of, you know, all this business about, well, are we going to call them French fries anymore? We're getting Uh, ready to blow up the world. All day long yesterday. The economy is in a crapper. And all we got is this crap about, oh, let's stop calling them French fries because we hate the French people. We hated the French people before all of this crap, yeah. okay? My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. I'm honored and grateful that you would see me today. Goldie, my most valued friend. For what reason do you bother me today? I want to sanction a hit on Mo. <laughs> what has he done to deserve such a fate? He's a mean man. A very mean man. He ought to be marbleized. This I cannot do. But I will have it taken care of. Thank you, Godfather. Dad! Warm. I must have got confused with your, your neck. It looked like an oyster. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? So, uh, where's Mo? Well, he knows Geldy put a contract out on him, so he's hiding out at Scoogins. Scoogins, huh? Yeah, and he's using Clarence for a human shield. I know that joint. Come on, let's go. I got a job to do for the Godfather. Okay. To the love bug. <laughs> My punch card is full. Would you uh, like another cup of coffee? Yes. Thank you. You know, Clarence, what do you say we blow this pop stand for a little sport hole spooge to the Oh, I really should be getting back. Sports? Oh, don't say it like that. You know how I get Sports! Sports! Nine to one. All sports! No women, just men. Dad, give my arm a little nibble. Ha-ha! I got you! Then jig's up, Mo! Honey, hack it! Yeah, what about it? Uh, you sure we can say jig? Take off them pink jacket pants! Hey, everybody! This race is on me! Come on, get over here! public jerk! Having fun, Mo? <laughs> Why, you little say? Yeah? What are you doing in that wig and five-inch heels? Well, my wife likes it so much, I always dress like this now. Gee. 
You like him better than me. Sports. Nine forty-seven at five sixty WQM. See, they don't get it. They just don't get it. I already crossed out Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown. The poll that we're trying to build today, and with no success. I thought it was a good question, didn't you? Yeah. Couples who made you most say, "What the f is she doing with him?" We got Julia Roberts and Lyle Lovett, Catherine Zeta-Jones and Michael Douglas, Carmen Electra and Dennis Rodman. Oh, I'll tell you another one. All Britney right. Spears and uh, and uh, Justin, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Oh, how could we forget? Because even though they made, this is either past or present, Justin Tinkerbell. But cross out Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown because that like they belong together. It's a match made in heaven, man. Match made in crack heaven. We got Kath, Carmen Electra and Denise Rodman, Shania Twain and Mutt Lang, and Celine Dion. Now, don't even put down Celine Dion. Cross that one out too. All right, she's a dog. That's <laughs> also a good match. Because somebody and you faxed this to me, which is uh, shocking. Uh, yeah. Rock Hudson and Doris Day. Right. No, I'm going to share all these with you. I don't. No, uh... thanks. No, I mean, first of all, they weren't a couple. That was in. It was in a movie. Okay. She wasn't the beard that they had him hooked up with. That was in the movie. Oh, that's right. What was that uh, lady's name? I have no idea. Like I'm supposed to know well, what her name was. There was a big special. The morning gelding called into the Humphrey, Humper show yesterday while Joe and Mark were occupying his chair. Whoever was screening the calls didn't tell him who it was. And for the first few seconds of the call, until the caller said it's Goldstein, it sounded it sounded like they thought they were talking to a girl. <laughs> How do you like that? That's funny. Gelding called into the Humper show. This is starting. You know what? This is starting to be like. It's starting to be like the light bulb. WFTL revisited. Where they all used to call each other's shows. Remember those days? Yeah. Mr. Kent, I disagree with you. Well, Mr. Kane, blow it out your ass. You know, all that crap, that contrived horseball crap that the only the, the talk show groupies could love and only listen to over the age of 100. Oh, my God. Geldy calling into the Joe and Mark show. And no wonder he got sick, huh? I wonder what he called in for. For huh? a while. For free. I don't know. I wonder what he said. <laughs> Five six seven oh five sixty. Let's get some real couples on here that make sense. Britney Spears and Justin Tinkerbell. Don't you people get it? I don't think they get it. No. Do you? Do no. They're gonna get it. When do they? Once in a while, we'll do a poll that uh, is kind of cute, and they'll come up. with they usually uh, help us build a list. Oh, you're right. Usually, see, this requires a little bit of creativity. Usually, it's just like the name of a song. Name or movie, anything. Say. Right. Name a movie. But this requires like uh, a pair, like a family pair, like Bill Cullen used to say on that awful quiz show. What was that show, Blockbusters? Was that it? I don't remember, but I got one, and uh, you mention them all the time. Mary Magdalene and uh, what's his name? Oh, and James Carville. Yeah. That's an excellent piece of work. James Carville and Mary Magdalene. <laughs> what's her real name? <laughs> that is her name. Are you serious? Magalyn. Oh, okay. M-A-G-O-L-A-N, I believe is how it's spelled. I, mean, <laughs> I think. Well, Mary Magdalene, that would be good. I don't know how to spell Carvel either, so if it comes out wrong... Carvel, not Carvel. Carvel is ice cream, Dumbo. Mm, Carvel. C-A-R-V-I-L-L-E. So now, I'm thinking again about that week that you were on vacation and Miguel was sitting on the inside where you are now. Yeah. And it wouldn't say a goddamn word. I mean, just left me out there to dry. That was back when I was still doing the bedtime stories. Well, that's because you intimidate some people. No, that, no, I understand why. Because he hated the bedtime stories. He just didn't oh, want to say was, so. Uh, right. Oh, the silent protest. Right, exactly. It worked, too. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Kind of to change the subject before I do. Uh, you're getting an echo. Yeah. So 
to let you know. Get an anyway, echo on what? When we're listening to people calling in. When you hear people calling in, there's an echo. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's should be our biggest problem. On this station, that should be a, a huge problem. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just kiss the ground that you can hear QAM, okay? Uh, that's true. I know, even though understand? you can't stream anymore, too. Yeah. Uh, did you yeah, we are. To we're streaming. Did you, <laughs> did you happen to catch the Robert Blake interview with Barbara Walters? Yeah, I just I mentioned that before. I, oh, I didn't know about if you that. did or not. Mm -hmm. I, it was quite interesting uh, with what he had to say. Why? And he looked uh, why? Why was it interesting? All he did was cry and eat candy bars. Well, that's true. That's he true. did it. <laughs> don't you think he did it? I don't know. You know, it, it's hard to say. You know, it, so in other words, it, you have no you have no opinion on it. Well, yeah, I think he did it, but he's he's going to get away with it just like OJ. Oh, I don't think so. No, I don't uh, think he's got. They got two bodyguards, like former okay. bodyguards. We're going to testify that he tried to hire them to to do a hit on her. They got all of those tapes that they played in the hearing yesterday. Yeah, he's going to get it, man. He's going to get it. Oh well, there goes uh, there goes Breda. Yeah, there goes Breda and the cockatoo too. That guy was kind of boring, you mm -hmm. know. Five, six, seven. He was okay, but he was boring. I don't really want to hear about the echo, okay? Do we really have an echo? I mean, no, maybe a little so teeny tiny on some right. of the phones, depending on a connection on the phone, but that's mostly a phone function. Because everybody tells me that when I'm here doing a show, it sounds even better than when I'm sitting there. Right. And I'll tell you one thing. The air I'm breathing is a lot better than what I'm breathing in that studio. When I get back, now I'm checking out this HEPA filter that I bought. I spent about okay. 250 bucks for this real expensive um, filter unit, you know, this air purifier. And, of course, the first thing that happened was I got a cold, but I don't think that has anything to do with it. And it's in the bedroom. I mean, it's big enough to, you know, clean 1,500 feet. But I want to check it out for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I will say this. When you walk in the room after you've had it running a while, mm -hmm. the air is like real. It feels cooler, although it's not supposed to affect the temperature, but the air is like real fresh. Do you know what I mean? It's not my imagination either. Right. The difference is dramatic. So if I feel that this is like really doing it, I'm going to get one for my house and one for that studio too, because that place there is no question. Why do you you notice how we're having the same thing happening there that mm -hmm. happened at IOD? Sure. Do you remember how that started when when the sick building syndrome got so bad that it like overwhelmed everybody and everybody right. was sick all the time? Well, first it was me, and then you used to have all of that crap, and then mm -hmm. Hank is all can't breathe all the time. I think it's in that building, and now Geldy's out sick again, probably because of the trends, but maybe because of the air. Let's see, Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Yes? I mean, she's a whack job, but nevertheless, she can do better than that. Okay. Well, oh, and who, and you know what else? What about, even though you hate her like poison with the big boobs, how about, uh, what's her name from Baywatch? Pamela. Pamela Lee and, uh, oh, and Tommy. The Tommy. Ma match made in heaven. You know, get out of here. Are you crazy? Nas with both nasty, acid, pus-dripping, skanky... Bitch. Nasty people. It's Kid Rock, yeah. though. And then she's with Kid Rock. You know, that's a step up. That That's another one I don't see. Maybe she just got bad eyesight. You think that could be it? She leaves a slime trail. You're just jealous of that surfer boy. Oh, that yeah. was his name? Kelly Slater. Kelly Slater. Very good. <laughs> well, she wasn't that bad back then. Not back then. Not that bad. No, seriously, she wasn't all that bad, and of course neither was he. Although he still a lot, was a lot prettier than she was. But we'll, anyway, we'll put it on there. I mean, what the hell? It's free. No, put on. Look, are you compiling the list or what? I guess. I mean, I'm writing all. Well, these Miguel down. can do it. I mean, we didn't want Robert to do it because he'd keep putting all kinds of uh, elephants on there. You know. 
<laughs> nah, he's just he's just one of those lost, you know, right wing Jews who can't control himself. One thing about Robert, though, you know, is he doesn't. He only takes. He he's got my philosophy down. Only take as much crap as absolutely necessary to get by. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He only survivor. takes enough crap to keep his job there in the morning, but he doesn't take any more crap. Like Zach, for example. I mean, Zach, will, you know, he'll do anything at this point. He'll fall on the floor and roll around no, and make guttural sounds. Robert's just the board up. He's not going to get fired. See, the producer is on the hot seat. It doesn't make any difference. Robert is just one of those people in his own bizarre way. He's okay. I mean, yeah. he's, you he's know, full right. of crap, but he's okay. As opposed to some other people in that place who are full of crap and not okay. By the way, speaking of that, I noticed Muff has felt very bad the last couple of days because I gave him the short shrift. But when you got a bad cold, Muff, and your like, head is all filled up, which today it's not all that bad. But like I didn't want to sit and schmooze with him before the show and that day on the phone when he called me a couple of days ago. Uh, that's just the way it is when you have a cold, Duff. It's only a cold. I already have one mother. But just relax. Don't take it personal. I'm just, you know, when you're not feeling all that great, you're not like in a bubbly effort. He wants you, hey, how you doing? You know, all that kind of crap. You know what I'm saying? No, what are you saying? I'm saying cut the crap, Duff. My, my, and Lobo. This is Sports Radio 560. UAQAM. Junior. Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story, we take a good, hard, stiff look into stardom. They were a male duo who created erotically charged techno disco music fueled by the burgeoning gay London club scene. And yet their song was a big hit with straight guys in America. They were soft cell. Believe me, there was nothing funnier to us than seeing so-called straight guys in the States dancing to our gayer-than-gay synthesized drum beats. Lead singer Mark Ullman founded Soft Cell with his friend from art school, Dave, uh, Ball. Dave and I were basically saying to the listener, go ahead, picture us commingling. And there's some corn-fed white boy from Iowa shaking his sorry ass on the dance floor, completely oblivious to his inner queer. So what is an inner queer? Almond likens the phenomenon to that of homophobic football fans pounding their fists to we will rock you without taking the time to realize they're being spurred on by Freddie Mercury. Look, I'm not saying every guy would suddenly turn homosexual given the right circumstances. Oh, all right, I am saying that. For more on the subject, we turn to Princeton University psychologist, Dr. Eugene Stuffett. Well, I don't want to say anything too damning, but uh, I have been married for 15 years. Something, I cannot say what, does happen to me when I hear that soft cell song. Now I know I've got to <coughs> run away. I've got to <coughs> get away. Oh, yes, yes. Soft cell. They almost made us all gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business. Tonight, on Inside the Behind. 101 at 560 WQM. Happy Thursday to a Marlin baseball exhibition game. 1250 today between the Marlins and the Baltimore Orioles. Any interest? No. And then the Humper is going to be in studio. He was supposed to be out there at the Reverend Jones fight in Vegas. Right. After Marlin Baseball, around 4 o'clock till 6. Oh, and then, of course, then another short show till 6.30 because we got the uh, Shitco Panther preview. The Panthers at the Lightning, 7 o'clock tonight. And then Eddie Kane and Joe Mark back in their slot overnight. Do you know that Vlad was doing the updates on the sports this morning on Mo Show? No. He was? Yes. I he's out sick. 
Geraldi was out sick. Now, don't you think Clarence should have been doing those sports updates? <laughs> but like Robert said, they don't come in and hold their hand anymore. No more ding-dong school. They just put up a big sign on the door there. It said, Gornish Telfin. <laughs> Here's the fact. says, this is a hard pull, I guess. I don't know. It's the first, and the first one I thought of was Lyle Lovett and Julia Roberts also. It says, how about your boy Larry King? And you know something? That is a good suggestion. Except we don't know what that bitch's name is. No, no, but how about Larry King and Angie Dickinson? Uh. What? <laughs> I've forgotten all about that. Well, I haven't. This is past or present. Larry King and Angie Dickinson. Blow me $50. There you go. Maybe she was uh, going through some hard times. I'm sure not with him. Here's another fact that just, they don't get it. They don't get it. It goes on about MSNBC and their blah, blah, blah. A suggested couple for your pull, Michael Jackson and Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor wasn't, uh, that wasn't a couple. She's just a fag hag, that's all. And there are a few things in life that disturb me more than fag hags, by the way. But nevertheless, uh, but how about Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie? Right. Even though we knew what that was all about. That, that's not the point. I know, they were I know. a couple. I'm writing it down. Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie. I thought this would be a piece of cake today. I looked at that phone and I thought, boy, this is great. Here's, uh, since I noticed, I just checked our website. Yeah. And I'm glad you faxed, uh, uh Beaner Boy there, the, uh, stuffer today, but boy, it's gonna take a long time. So our, our website, we apologize for. I don't know why I should have to, but I apologize anyway for the fact it's still got all of yesterday's steel stuff on there, including call the White House and, uh, you know, participate in the march against, uh, vict virtual march against war, et cetera, you know. All the stale stuff from yesterday is still on there. This one story in Newsweek by John Barry, which I'm only going to read two short paragraphs. Don't get panicky, Miguel. John Barry, the defector secrets. Hussein Kamel, the highest-ranking Iraqi official ever to defect from Saddam Hussein's inner circle, told CIA and British intelligence officers and UN inspectors in the summer 1995 that after the Gulf War, Iraq destroyed all of its chemical and biological weapon stocks and the missiles to deliver them. Did you follow that? I heard it. I read it when you faxed it. Kamel was Saddam Hussein's son-in-law and had direct knowledge of what he claimed. For ten years, he had run Iraq's nuclear, chemical, biological, and missile programs. He told his Western interrogators he hoped his revelations would trigger Saddam's overthrow. But after six months in exile in Jordan, Kamel realized the U.S. would not support his dream of becoming Iraq's ruler after Saddam's demise. He chose to return to Iraq, where he was promptly killed. That story will be on the website in its entirety from Newsweek. I just mentioned that in passing. Since we're supposed to believe that once we get in there, then we're going to find all of this stuff, boy. And then we're going to show the world and say, see, see all you French and you Germans and you Ruskies and Chinks and everybody else. See, we know it's in there. It's in there. Just like Prego spaghetti sauce, man. You stir around enough, you'll find it. It's in there. So hysterical Carlos has what? To hate refresh. Uh, refresh this, okay? Go back to traffic court and quit bugging me, okay, you little goofball? Well, what, hit refresh on what? I'm on my home page. I'm not on that thing. We're still getting the votes pouring in from yesterday's pool, which we still got on there because, uh, you know. Let's see. Hit refresh. The news story is beyond. There it is right there. I told you it was on there. He wouldn't let us down. Defector secrets. There it is right there. Virtual war protest jams congressional phones. He still hasn't gotten off that win without war thing. No, get, get with it. You've got a good start there, uh, Beaner boy, but got a lot of work to do. That's, see, that's a much better name for a man, Ugly Chuck. <laughs> now, don't you think Beaner Boy is... <laughs> I'm using he it. Is, he is the definitive Beaner Boy, man. <laughs> He's not Nut Brown, though. 
Here's a lady. He's nuts, though. Here's a lady in Boca. Hello? Lady in Boca. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Uh, hi, Neil. How are you? Uh, thank you. Uh, would you believe I didn't have a radio in my car like for about two months, and I just got it, and I'm so happy to listen to the show every morning now. Great. And uh, I just uh, want to thank you for it, whatever you're doing, and you have a wonderful day. And back to you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was, uh, here's Jim in Atlanta facts. You see, now they're getting uh, the, the thing. He says, it's a great poll question, but a tough one when you start to think of them. I don't think so. I mean, we came up with what? Three? <laughs> Half a dozen? I came up with Brittany and Justin Tinkerbell. Huh? Yeah, I came up with, uh, Anna and Enrique. I, we, we're not putting that on there. Are we not? Get that. Are you crazy? What is wrong with you? Are you out of your mind? Why would anybody put that on there? Cause. This Jealous. isn't about who's straight and who's gay. It's about, obviously, the intent of the person that sent us the suggestion was what is she doing with somebody that looks like that, okay? Maybe Anna Cornaholia and Enrique are both, whatever the hell they are, but at least the one thing is that they're both attractive. You understand? They're both pretty. He's prettier than she is, but nevertheless, see, you don't get it either. You're, you're participating in a poll. You're the pollmeister, and you don't get it. I thought that qualified. Oh. You are such a little homophobic spick. Here are a couple for you. Pick it on Enrique again, okay? What the hell did he ever do to you? Oh, Shirley, Jones and <laughs> Shirley, Shirley Jones and Marty Ingalls. That's excellent. See, now we're getting there. You're writing these down? Yep. Tommy Matolia and Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> I got to play that. I just love yep. that. I love that. Coochie, coochie, coochie. <laughs> Best one so far. Oh, it is great. Barbara Bach and Ringo Starr. Who the hell's Barbara Bach? She was cute. She did some uh, acting movies. Was I she guess. in Bachman Turner Overdrive? I think she's Catherine Bach's sister, but I'm not sure. Maybe she used to shop at Orbox. I don't know who the hell. I... Okay, put that down if you like. Oh, Barbara as a matter of fact, and... you saw the movie that he did, the Caveman movie, the comedy. No. Oh, really? Was, uh, I, you think I would go to see a movie with Ringo Starr? It was a hundred years ago. Not go no. to see it, but just uh, it's been on a million times. No. Anyway, she was in the movie with him. She's a cutie. Yeah. And Jim in Atlanta says, not saying that these are good ones. Just uh, they are good ones. I don't see it. Although Tommy Matola and Mariah Carey were they like a number? Uh, I thought they were married or something. I don't know. Oh, well, I don't know what he looks like. Do you know what he looks like? No idea. Let's ask Michael. He'll know. Okay. Well, we'll keep that one off for the time being. Somebody might know. Five, six, seven. This is very difficult. You're right. I thought he and was with Aaliyah. Huh? I thought he was with Aaliyah. Tommy Matolia. Now, now. Now. Okay. Tell me up. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. How about Robert Wagner and uh, Joanne? Uh, what, what was her name? Jo uh, Natalie Wood. <laughs> just a joke. It's just a joke. Okay. Hard, hard. I wish we still had me. that bit about Natalie drifted out to sea or whatever. Remember that one, the Bob and Tom bit? We don't have it? No chance. Damn it. Here's a call from Davey. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, out there, man. Uh, I may have a poll entry, but first I have a couple of quick comments, if I may. Um, regarding the AM show, I like Goldie, and I gave Mo Howard uh, uh, an honest chance, and I don't like him. And it's, that's straightforward and simple. Second, while I was on hold, uh, I heard you use the word perspicacity. Man, mm -hmm. give me a break. I listen to AM radio. I, mean, I have even tried to look it up in my Scrabble dictionary, but I couldn't find it. So. Sorry. 
Well, anyways, regarding the poll, uh, a suggestion, you may need to reverse it or, or additionally reverse it, and what is this guy doing with that? Okay. The caller stole my thunder a little bit with Elizabeth Taylor, but with that in mind, I would my entry would be Elizabeth Taylor and anybody. And that's that's all I got, pal. Okay. In other words, not much. Elizabeth Taylor was once a beautiful woman. Right. She was once considered one of the most uh, four or five beautiful women in the world. Her sure. and Grace Kelly and a couple I of know. others. I saw those old movies. Uh. Remember the day that I did that poll? That was embarrassing. I don't know. I must have been on the rag that day about the most beautiful woman of all time, celebrity. Mm-hmm. And somebody called in to Elizabeth Taylor, and I bitched them out. And somebody called in and said, Grace Kelly. And I said, oh, yeah, sure. Why'd you do that? I, I don't know. I have no idea because Grace Kelly was right. beautiful. Like textbook In fact, beautiful. Grace Kelly, the woman, the uh, girl that plays Sheridan on Passions that I'm always talking about, which mm-hmm. you won't watch it, she looks very much a little bit like Grace Kelly, hmm. a little uh, somewhat. Yeah, she was pristine. Two eyes and nose. Huh? Grace Kelly, pristine. Yeah. Christine? In fact, maybe that was the car she was driving. Maybe that's why I went <laughs> off the edge of that mountain. That cliff. Oh. Christine. Could be. You know who was in Christine, don't you? Yeah. John Stockwell. Right. I don't know about the guy with the glasses, that goofy guy. I don't know what his name is. I don't I remember those kind of people. I remember the people girl. that looked really good, like John Stockwell, that was lying there in the bed with his leg up in the air, naked. Mm-hmm. Oh, and speaking of that, Guiding Light fans, of course, they're not listening now anyway. I think Guiding Light is on down there right now. Mike Good. Tyson and Robin Givens. I'm just passing them to you. You know, I, well, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't remember what she looks like. She was beautiful, but he had a lot of money. So uh, what's okay? Well, there you that's that? perfect. That's exactly what we want. Robin Givens and Mike Tyson. Get that on there. So the new Shane on Guiding Light. See, one thing about soap operas is they uh, characters start off as little kids, and for a very short time they're little kids, and they're like four, five, six. And then all of a sudden they're like 12. And then like a week later they're like 17 or 18. Every right. soap opera does the same thing. Huh? Right. So now we got a new Shane on Guiding Light. And all I can say is, oh! got rid of that goofy little kid with the bad lips. And now we got a new Shane that made his debut, I believe, yesterday or very recently anyway. Big improvement, boys and girls. I just mentioned that in case we have any Guiding Light people out there at all. Probably not. Probably watching it right now. The good news is the Buffalo Station here still carries it between 3 and 4. Oh! That's the great news. See, another good reason for me to be here, Tom Jicka. I checked the uh, website on the Sun Sentinel today to see if Tom Jicka wrote anything local. Before you ask, the answer is no. no. In fact, we ought to check back to that thing that he wrote about the um, doo-wop shop about 100 years ago. In case something ago. new has developed? And see if he's, no, see if, if since then he's written one word about anything local oh. radio or TV. Because if he has, I've missed it. I'm not talking about in that Sunday book. I'm talking about in his daily column. What makes you think he's going to? Why do you keep expecting Because he's supposed to be the TV radio editor number one, and because he was the guy that says, oh, well, you know, Neil isn't going to be able to keep his finger on the pulse of what's going on. I still have that article, Tom. Right over here. Right over here. Rogers has uh, successfully reinvented his latest challenge. Reincarnation might be his greatest challenge. Uh, he argues he can keep up with South Florida via the Internet and faxes of local newspapers, but it's difficult to get an accurate fix on the mood of a community at second hand. He's been in Toronto, and I'm still in Toronto. How do you like that? Huh? Toronto, as Geldy would say, Toronto. With that New York pedantic sound of his. I'm still here, Tom, and i got more of a finger on the pulse of what's going on down there and at least talk about what the hell's going on down there as opposed to you who just writes puff pieces about network TV shows that are really ponderous and boring, Tom. Did I mention that uh, he's an asshole? 
Not lately. 1013 at 560 WQM. Guys, size makes a big difference. Make no mistake about it. I put a big one in the uh, bank yesterday. And I'm not even there. How do you like that? Like magic. And according to the Florida Department of Labor, computer professionals have really big, impressive ones, too. And naturally, we're talking about paychecks. Even if you have a small penis, if you have a big paycheck, it goes a long way. According to the state of Florida, computer careers are among the highest paid and highest demand, too. And fast train can help you achieve your new high-paying computer career in just four short months. They've got locations all over town, so no matter where you live, it's going to be easy to get there. They're one in Kendall, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Pembroke Pines. With day, evening, and weekend schedules, now there is no longer any excuse for you to stay in some crappy, dead-end job working for peanuts like Miguel and Carlos. Pick up that phone and call Fast Train toll-free, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. That's 866-FAST-TRAIN. they got full-time job placement, guaranteed financing, too. Call them today or check them out on the web at FastTrain.com. That's 1-866-FAST-TRAIN, because now you, too, can have a big, impressive one. Live and local, this, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. And do I like that? On tonight's action news, it's the reason Mr. Rogers had to retire. It's Mr. Rogers, the lost episodes. Let's have some make believe. I want to show you this toy that I brought. Yeah, it's just a toy, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Put it back in, right in there. <laughs> and out it comes. And what a good feeling. <laughs> That was fun, wasn't it? Isn't it fun to pretend things like that? <laughs> you can use your fingers. On tonight's Action News. But I guess you can see it's no secret what a good feeling they gave me. <laughs> oh, you're coming, and Mr. McFeely's coming. 1018. Not anymore, Mr. Rogers. Not anymore. At least he ain't. Gilbert just called again. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, okay, now the ball is in your court. And like I said, when I get back to town, I'm going to take personal attention to Gilbert Solomon myself. I'm going to become personally involved in the Gilbert Solomon crank call business on WQAM. Just keep uh, counting your lucky stars, Gilbert. Just count the days till I get back. It won't be long. And then, then they will fear you. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. How very sad. Okay, now I'm not writing down the ones after my short list. Okay, I am. So you'll, uh, I got Julia right there. Here's the poll again. Couples who most made you say, what the F is she doing with him or the other way around? Julia Roberts, Lyle Lovett. Catherine Zeta-Jones, Michael Douglas. Carmen Electra, Denise Rodman. Shania Twain and Mutt Lang. Britney Spears and Justin Tinkerbell. James Carville and Mary Magdalene. Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton. That's all I got. What are the other ones, either? Uh, where do we go? Oh, that's page two. Larry King, Angie Dickinson. Oh. Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie. Uh huh. Shirley Jones and Marty Ingalls. Mm. Tommy Matolia and Mariah Carey. Barbara Bach, Ringo Starr. Mike Tyson, Robin Givens. Christy Brinkley, Billy Joel. Oh wait, we might not have discussed these yet. No, you're getting way ahead of yourself. Things. Sorry. Now, what was it, David Brinkley and who? <laughs> poor David Brinkley. Boy, that's a sad, sad day, boys and girls, what happened to poor David Brinkley. First, his eyeballs started falling out of the sockets, and he was still on the air on ABC. And then they put him, like, off in, uh, like, a nursing home somewhere, wherever the hell he is. And he's uh, bed-bound, bed a bed-breadburden, uh, whatever it is. So, anyway. And then they had that fire, remember, a couple of weeks ago? 
and the guy had to carry him out of there? Right. That is just... Uh, and you know what caused it, don't you? I give up. Smoking? He he ate too much of that... Uh, what was that thing he was doing? The uh, the agricultural crap, that phony food that they... Uh, I don't know. Ar Archer's Daniel Midler, ADM. Don't you remember he was doing those spots? There was a big stink about it. Oh, that's right. I think he ate too much of that phony uh, food. So I got a fax here that you won't be able to read, and I yeah, because I can barely. What does it say? Some, some good suggestions on here, so I think. Uh, well, let's let's get with it. Throw them out of here. Don't drag your feet. I'm not dragging it. Um, what is it? David Arquette and Courtney Cox. She's the chick on Friends, and he's a. Yeah, I know Courtney oh. Cox. Well, what's wrong with you? Well, I don't Jesus know you watch Kate Friends. Christ, I know who she is. Okay. Some of these don't make sense. Like he's just writing down a lot of couples, like established couples, like he wrote I mean, down. She ain't no Wally Cox, right? And I'm sure she's not his daughter. Uh, Gina Davis. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, he's he's obnoxious. Oh, look at this. Look at this. What? Oh, what? my God. Today we expect that they're going to come out and announce the lowering of the nation's terror threat level. Right now it is at orange, which is high. We understand it's going to be lowered now to yellow, which is elevated. Okay, put down the duct tape and the visqueen. i got to go now. i got to take all that uh, stuff down. <laughs> Oh, my God. If it weren't so pathetic, it would be funny, you know what? And it's still funny. There's that silly-ass Tom Ridge standing up there, and again, and all, all, even though they're lying about it through their teeth. Oh, no, we had lots of other reasons to be very concerned. Come to find out that this uh, schmatthead was lying through his teeth. They made him take a lie detector test, and that the whole orange alert panic thing was a cover your ass because they were afraid that there was something going to go on that they hadn't heard about. And come to find out the guy made it all up. Right. And so here they are where they got an orange alert and a red face. And now we're like going back to the yellow alert. And that, that is just uh, amazing. Oh, guess who was on with the Kingmeister last night speaking to him? Uh-huh. I give up. That uh, Bill Maher jackass, you know, the mm. one from Politically Incorrect. Yeah. It's on HBO. Oh, now, see, the thing with him, he reminds me, <sighs> he reminds me a little bit of uh, that broad, what tells her name, that uh, one week she's a liberal and she's a Arianna Huffington. Okay who is not a liberal by any stretch, but every now and then she'll re write a comment. I've read several of them because she'll write something that makes a lot of sense, and then she'll just go off the deep end again. But he's kind of like the same way, because he said some things last night that made sense. But in between, I mean, he's just such a bonehead and such a little twerp. He's like Dick Cavill without the brains, you know, and just as boring. But he wears a lot of makeup. And Larry was sucking away and sucking away and sucking away. Okay, Christy Brinkley and Billy Joe. Now, why did you just fax me this when you already uh, just read it? Well, because I forgot that I had already written it. Jesus, George, get with it. You're wasting my fax paper, you little bozo. How many trees do they got to chop down because George has got Alzheimer's? A hundred. Let's get with it. Yeah. So let me just say the uh, the good ones that he uh, suggested on here. Yeah. Tara Reed and Carson Daly. Who? Tara Reed. American she was in Pie. the American Pie movies. Okay. If you saw any of them, she was the yeah, uh, really good I would know if I seen her, yeah. With nice blue eyes. And he's got, this is funny, he's got Drew Barrymore and Tom Arnold. I think he's thinking about Tom Green. Oh, well, that's Which what's wrong a, with that one? No, Drew that's Barrymore nice and Tom Green. Like I said, I'm just reading the ones that uh, actually Well, don't, don't you think that's a good uh, I thing? I already wrote it down. About that's five perfect. minutes. I'm going to for that. Now, there's a classic example of how MTV destroys everything it touches. You hear anything about him lately? No. No. And never will again. I mean, he might come out with some grade Z movie again, but, you know, hear about it for two minutes, that'll be it. And when he was doing the comedy club stuff up here in Canada, which he is Canadian, A, and those two guys on the show with him also are, uh, when he was doing that stuff, I, I told you about him before he ever came on MTV. He was a panic. It was a hysterical show. 
It was peeing your pants funny. Didn't I bring in the uh, video that time for you? Yeah, no, it was great. And they were saying all these words. Right. Oh, and speaking of all of these words, getting back to Robert Blake. So here's MSNBC yesterday, and I don't know about the other ones because I wasn't watching anybody else. They were carrying the court hearing, the Robert Blake court hearing live. And yeah. they were playing the tape, the recording, the phone calls to uh, Bonnie Bay. Oh, and uh, last night with Bobo, he made a comment that I just about crapped my pants. Luckily, I was in bed. When he met Bonnie Bakley at this uh, club, jazz club or whatever, where he used to go and pick up abroads and have sex with him, he met her and he looked at her and thought, oh, and they're showing her picture while he's talking, and oh, she's pretty, and, and I thought to myself, if, oh, nastiest bird face I mean, I've ever she seen. is an insult to trailer trash from coast to coast. Yeah. Nasty face, uh -huh. nasty porky body. Right. I mean, just a grotesque tub of crap. And he's her. talking about how pretty she was. Well, he's he's lost it, like his eyesight, too. Of course, when you drink all of that, you know, sometimes about 2, 3 in the morning, you know how that gets. Yeah. They all look real pretty. Got a real <laughs> pretty mouth, stuff like that. Yeah. 26 patents. So what was I just... Oh, so anyway, MSNBC had every four-letter word that's ever been invented because it was on the tape recording. Right. And you effing this, and you effing told me that, and you're full of bullshit, and uh, Schmidt this, and Schmidt that. I, I think it was uh, about Schmidt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is what it was, because every other word was like a four-letter word. But you see, it was in the midst of this news story, so it's okay. Even though it was right in the middle of the afternoon, little kids are out of school. If we take a crap or say what it smells like on the air, oh, we're going to get you off the air, we're going to do this. But in the meantime, because it's a news story, they can gratuitously put on every goddamn word that ever came down the pike. And nobody's going to say crap, much less take one. How do you like that? So let's just say we're a news station now, although quite frankly, when, if we said QAM, they'd laugh, you know. <laughs> we're not Because of QAM, the news updates are sports updates. Don't ever forget it. How can we? Clarence. 27 after 10 at 560 WQM. Don't ever forget one other thing, too, and that is that the Lord works in mysterious ways. One of them is by taking away guys here at a very early age. Some guys, like even before they get to be 20, are already developing that nasty male pattern baldness, that big hole in their head, like the one that Greg is scratching all the time. If you'd like to get your hair back, the choices are unlimited now. Everybody and their brother promises you a full head of hair. There are those dangerous pills you can take. There are the holes that they drill in your head. There are the mousy way of looking pieces that people just fall on the floor laughing about. There are the bad weaves like Sam Donaldson wears. And then there's Charles Alfieri's natural hairline system. The choice is yours. You can spend a fortune for any of the rest of those things or look great at a very reasonable price with Charles Alfieri's brand new technology, the natural hairline system. The reason it's so great is because it looks real. Looks like real hair, like it's grown out of your scalp, as opposed to like something fell out of the sky and died on your head. Mention Neil Rogers, they'll knock 200 bucks off the regular price, too. And don't forget, Charlie also services and repairs all kinds of hair systems while you wait. Usually make them look a lot better, too, for only 25 or 30 bucks. Call them toll-free and get your hair back and look like a mensch. Look better and younger than you ever thought you would again. Call 1-800-321-2413, 1-800-321-2413, or log on to their website at charlesalfieri.com. <laughs>
play. The playing of what these lights do. What these lights do. Like Tom Rich sits at his desk with a set of love pens and doodles cartoons. It's amazingly, I guess after all of these years, the library that we got of stuff, I mean, everything that happens in the world, if somebody farts, we got something for it. You know what I mean? Right. If a bird drops a little anything, we got uh, something to play for it, which is excellent, if I do say so myself. The reason I dropped in was because this is a very good one for our poll. Mm -hmm. And by the way, you can fax this stuff to Eric, because I get really nervous when I see yesterday's poll still dragging on right, there. It's well, so old. Uh, let me write you know, these few down, and I've got two pages so far. Well, let's get the two pages on here. We can start with that, and then we'll add as we go, okay? Okay, Eric, is that okay? It better be. You know, I was thinking also, since you uh, faxed you faxed those uh, stories to Carlos's email, right? Uh, I presume. Little Beaner Boy? Right. You can, there, you there's presume? fax receiving software. There's fax software where you can receive So, in other words, I could fax him stuff on Saturday and Sunday mornings. And we could change this stuff on the weekend. Presumably. I don't know if he's got to be set up for it and waiting for it or something like that, but I'm sure we can work that well, out. Well, he better be set up and waiting for it or he's going to get it. You know what I'm saying, little beaner boy? Because I don't, I don't like having the same stuff over the weekend. There's just too much going on, and it's very easy for me to do that. I just I feel like we're, we're just letting the world down. Are we going to save the world on this show? Yeah. You'll bet we're going to save the world. we got all the intellectuals of South Florida down there <laughs> who are like uh, glued to their web, uh, those uh, bedtime stories. It's one thing we got sour pusses like Miguel who only want to hear about the Bachelorette and Fidel Castro. I guarantee if I was reading bedtime stories about Castro all day, he'd be glued to it. He'd have his head stuck into the radio. Guaranteed. I'm waiting. Bed bedtime stories about Fidel and uh, Doreen. What about Fidel on The Bachelor? Or Fidel there is The Bachelor. Fidel and Doreen on The Bachelorette. Anyway, Nicole Brown and O.J. Simpson. Boy, if that isn't one that desperately belongs on there. Uh -huh. I killed Nicole. Yeah, we you know. know it. And you, you know something? I am so pissed off about him walking around on the loose and doing all of this crap and costing the taxpayers at Aid County money because the cops are out to his house every five minutes. I'm so sick and tired of that. I hope Bobby Blake gets off. You know what? Because compared to O.J. Simpson, oh, Bobby yeah. Blake is an upstanding great American. You know what I'm saying? He had a rough right. life. He was mm -hmm. abused as a kid. He was treated like crap. I saw that thing last night. Bitch condom. Right. And I think uh, she had it coming. I think you're right. I'd never, I, up until this moment, until I looked at that on the piece of paper there, Nicole Brown, beautiful, lovely, right. blonde, uh, very attractive. Never still afraid to. O.J. Simpson, obnoxious, disgusting scumbag. Give me the ball, give me the ball, give me the ball. You, know? you make me sick, O.J. You make me want to barf. You make me nauseous. Even Roy can't stand you anymore. How do you like that? Are you sure about that? I don't know. Claudia Schiffer and David Copperfield. Now, that's, yeah. that's got to be a joke. That's like Michael Jackson and Liz Taylor, isn't it? Right. Are they married? I, I think they are. Well, that, then that, get that on there right away. It's I mean, on David there. Copperfield, good golly. Get at least, <laughs> hey, get at least one toe on the ground. What is it about sure, those? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to put Enrique and Anna on there, but sure, David Copperfield. Is David Copperfield attractive? You tell me. No. She thinks so. But that, that's the point. He's gross. 
He's grotesque. Look, if I have to try to convince you that Enrique is pretty, then there's no hope for you, okay, having any understanding of what life is really all about. He is real pretty. He's got uh -huh. a real pretty mouth. He's got that little mole. He's got that little hole. I mean, mole. Yeah. And there you go. What, what, what mole do you want, huh? I can't think for sh Well, that's not that. We're not. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we're back to that again? Oh, that's well, all I you care are about. a hard-ass little spick. Even Miguel would agree that Enrique is one fine-looking little dude. Uh, if he wasn't uh, taking phone calls right now, he might. He would up. agree. Believe me, even a, a macho guy like Miguel who's very concerned about his image, he would agree <laughs> that Enrique looks just fine when he gets off the phone. Uh, you'll see. So we'll get the new poll up there. We got those numbers coming at 11:30 this morning. The trends. I don't know what they're going to be, but boy, there's no pressure on us. You want to know why? Why is that? We got a crappy lead and we got nine to one, which we don't want, and they keep lying to me through their teeth. Oh, well, we're working on getting you back to ten to two because you're the centerpiece. You know, you guys are so full of crap. Whatever Robert Blake said on those tapes yesterday on MSNBC, that's what you guys are full of, okay? I can smell it all the way up here. They're working on it. Yeah, you're working on something, all right. I think they're working on each other. Oh, look at this list you just sent me. Boy, this is, oh, what is this? This is your writing. Oh, sorry, that was supposed to be to Eric. <laughs> well, the buttons are right next to each other. <laughs> oh, man, you are a piece of work, boy, I tell you. Unbelievable. That was, But at least it looks very nice. It gives me an updated list anyway. Thank right. you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Tara Reed and Carson Daly. Oh, he gives oh. me the creep. Anyone in Carson Daly. Can't stand him. Girl Talk about him. a guy that thinks his stuff don't stink, man. He has got to be the hottest piece of crap that ever came down the pike. If you don't believe me, just ask yeah, him. Miguel says girls love him, but I know why. He on TV. That's it. Yeah, he be on TV. Now, what does Miguel think about Enrique? Is he a good-looking guy or what? He's a good-looking guy. So, okay, that, that's all. We didn't say do you like him, do you have the hot for him, are you rubbing your body parts against him. That's all. He's a good-looking guy. He couldn't I'd love to with be a him. Face. Huh? I'd love to be him. Yeah, he oh, and Miguel don't look too bad, but Miguel would like to be Enrique. Now, what does that yeah. tell you? He wishes that he had a rich daddy. Well, that too. Yeah. No, I think what he's he's trying to say in his own way, and he was very. You notice how he could barely. He's trying to say he wishes that he was gay. He ain't gay. He's got Anna. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep digging and digging. He's got the gold shovel out this morning, boys and girls. Pretty soon he'll wind up in China. Keep digging deep enough. Man, you guys are in such <laughs> denial. You know, it is Anna Kornaholia crap. Believe you me, between uh, Pavel no, Bure and Sergei Fedorov, yeah. and who are the other ones that she supposedly was doing? And it was a different one every three weeks, See, by the way. Here's where you're wrong. We're not in denial. It's great that she's uh, whatever it is that she but is. But she's not going to do you, and she's not going to put on any act but, for you, okay? You know, I, I, that's fine. At least she's not doing anyone. If she's oh, not going to do me. I like seeing her doing Enrique. I'd like to see that. Mm. I'll, I have no okay. problem with seeing that. Watch the video. Yeah, right. It'd have to be in Magnavision. You'd have to have your Magnavision reading glasses from what Enrique tells me because he said he's hung like a butterfly. And I commend the guy for having the balls to say that. You know what? If there, if there are any balls under there. It's like that bit we got about Gilly and the balls. <laughs> the teeny tiny balls under that gigantic right. serpent. Anyway, what are we talking about? We're just killing some time until those damn trends come out at 1130 and then we'll see who's still got a job. A lot of pressure on that morning show, man. <laughs> And the Humper, too. I don't want to pick on Hank because he's been out of the weather lately, and hopefully he's uh, feeling better. Can't you be a picture of health like me, Hank? <laughs> Come on. Be a picture of health, not a sickly old guy. Here's Coral Springs. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I got a few entries for the poll. Okay. Uh, how about J-Lo and Puffy? 
That's a good one. On I like there. that. We put it on there. Did you? Okay. Um, uh, Kate you put it on there? I don't see it. It's on the other page that you did okay. that I didn't mistakenly fax to you. Kate Hudson and Chris Robinson. I know George right. Robinson. No, they're both ugly, so I think they're a perfect match. I think okay. Kate Hudson's ugly? All right. Uh, yeah, I think she's I know a George face. Well, anyway. I know George doesn't like Salma Hayek. He once described her as a Mia's beaner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think she's how uh, she and Ed Norton. <laughs> Ed Norton? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, how about uh, Norton from... Uh, from the Jackie Gleason show. Same thing. And Mrs. Mrs. Moe Howard is a David in Moe. Okay, great. Quit while you're ahead. Don't be picking on Mrs. Moe, okay? For all we know, she might be a nice lady. In fact, we should probably sympathize. 1041 at 560 WQAM. Tom Lehman and Joe Prieto are a couple of nice guys. They're at Hallett Pontiac GMC, and they're mighty proud. They're pleased as punch to announce three great Neil Rogers Neil deals. Now listen up right here, because I'm going to tell you what they're all about. You know those spots you've been playing the last few days while I've had no voice? Yeah. They sound like they were all recorded right after I had the stroke, like I could barely speak. Yeah, that's because they were. Oh. Right now at Hallett Pontiac, Neil Deal number 1, get 0% financing on all GMC 1500 series pickups. That is absolutely correct, sir. 0% on all 1500 series pickups. Neil Deal number 2, Lisa GMC Envoy for just 299 bucks a month plus tax for 48 months. Again, you heard right, only 299 bucks a month plus tax. And Neil Deal number 3, buy a Pontiac Vive for just $199 a month. That's right, only 199 a month. I can't believe that Miguel said he'd want to be Enrique. And Hallett also has got great deals on used cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if credit is a problem for you, if a lot of the other car dealers just laugh their ass off when you walk on the lot, have no fear because Hallett will take your money. They'll make you a deal. It's the great Neil Deal triple letter going on right now at Hallett Pontiac, 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's on US 1 across from the falls where they've been making people great deals for over 35 years. Open every day, seven days a week. For more info, call the Neil Deal hotline tool free, 1-888-534-4211. That's 1-888-534-4211. And don't forget all Neil Deals are subject to credit approval. See dealer for details. Hallett Pontiac GMC, we be professional grade. This is
1046 at 560 WQM. One thing about you guys, you are very naive. You believe anything, but that's okay. Anything they dangle in front of you, yeah, you believe it. What you talking about? I don't know. Okay, the new poll is going up there any second, any moment. In fact, maybe it is already. Let me take a look. It's Let me sort get back of uh, my... halfway there. Hey, we're working on it? Okay, if you joined us in midstream, number one, shame on you, because you missed some really great stuff. I don't remember what it was, but I'm sure it was pretty good. Couples who made you most say, what the F is she doing with him or the other way around? What the F is she doing with him or he doing be doing with her? I think we got a pretty good list. Oh, that's right. He's, he's working on it. I don't know who I'm going to vote for, to be honest with you. I still think Lyle, I love it, and uh, Julia Roberts. Not that she's that... I mean, I like Julia Roberts, even though she can be a pain in the ass. But um, not that she's all that much of a knockout. But no. com I, mean, I mean, he's just... What is she looking at? Okay? We do realize that looks aren't everything, <laughs> but... Huh? Maybe she sees another side of him. Yeah. There must be something there that doesn't meet the eye. The underside of him. Wow. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, great show as always. Of course. Hey, I have a, I have one for the poll. I don't know. Uh, this works kind of both ways. Barbara Streisand and James Brolin. Yeah. Well, what do you mean it works both ways? Well, what is she doing with him, and what is he doing with her? Probably stuff we can't say on the air. <laughs> Most likely. Hey, did you watch that show last night with uh, Barbara Walters and... Uh, and our, our guy. And, uh, and Beretta, yes, I did see most of it. Pretty sad. The guy looks pretty scared. He looks like, uh, he looks pretty guilty to me. Yeah, he does look guilty, but I, and I think he is guilty, but I still say if OJ can get off, let him off. Don't you think? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Give him, give him free. This will even up the rest of us folks with OJ. Okay, thank you very much. See, we can take a poll on that one day. Since OJ got off and a bunch of folks turned that into a racial thing, like, hey, there's one for us. Now how about one for us, the rest of us guys, okay? The rest of us lighter complected guys, can we have one? No. Just just one. Just Bobby Blake. <laughs> never stole a freight train. Huh? Maybe he'll get a pardon. And I, in fact, let's make a swap. When he gets out, we'll invite him to come live at some trailer park in South Florida and we'll move OJ back to the West Coast. What do you think? All right. I think it's a wiener. I'm going to cast my vote on here. Is this thing actually up and operating or is it like just uh, only make believe? Well, let me cast, since I'm the one that came up with that. Oh, no, I take it back. I changed my mind. Britney Spears and Justin Tinkerbell. Oh, I spelled uh, James, James Carvel wrong, so it's up there wrong. I, don't I was care. writing these down really quickly. And I'm, try, I'm clicking try to vote, so obviously he hasn't closed this out yet. Right. Let's get some votes on there, Eric. Let's uh, win a doubt. Oh, my vote just went up. Britney Spears and Justin Tinkerbell. I don't think there's anything even close. You see what I'm saying? Because Britney is so much hotter than Julia Roberts. That even right. though Lyle, I love it, is more grotesque than Justin Tinkerbell, the fact is that since she is as, about as yeah. close to perfection. Right. She's hotter than heat. Right. And so he being a nasty, twerpy little it, whatever the hell <laughs> it is. Another. Justin and his Tinkerbell can't sing. He can't dance. He looks like crap. He's probably don't have a penis. But other than that, he's great. Got some hair, though. But it, hair it, made, it made for some good tabloid trash anyway. That's what they want. Tabloid trash. Here's North Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I got two for you. Okay. Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky. And how about Saddam Hussein and his 15 wives? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Bob Hope's still alive, isn't he? He's doing our morning show. <laughs> Doesn't he have that golf tournament? A lot of golf with checkered pants. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think I think uh, that's probably where our morning guy got his inspiration from, Bob Hope. Take off those checkered pants. No, I don't think so. I think they're uh, they're you. Forty minutes away and counting until the big numbers, man. It could be a disaster for us. Middays could be really bad. Oh, maybe the maybe the uh, old dog will hold us up there. You think? No mad dog today. That's the bad news. And the even worse news is we got the Marlins. Oh, brother. Nobody cares about the Marlins. These are people, it's, you know, it's a message that they refuse to understand. And then I see in very jackass a few days ago, oh, well, WQM says this and they're upset about that and David Sampson's pissed off. You know what? Too freaking bad. Okay? Nobody cares. You keep trying to force feed and force feed and force feed, trading away everybody that anybody ever heard of before and like, oh, well, this is going to be the year we're going to get some people in there. No, it's not. No, it is not. This is not the year you're going to get any people in there. You're beating a dead horse. This horse, this horse has been dead longer than the one in The Godfather that had his head in the bed. This horse has been dead longer than that. Khartoum. Khartoum. I'm not going to race him, race though. though. <laughs> Jinx. Marlins and the Orioles at 12.50 this afternoon. The me? Humper in the studio. I, now, you better, it's going to be your assignment to find out if he's doing all right. And if you went to see Dr. Hanft, he won't do it because he, he, he just... He, we know the answer to that. I, I, I tried. Did I at least not try? Yeah, yeah. She's great. She's the best. And just because I got a cold here is no reason for people. Oh, yo, you're sick all the time. Got nothing to do with that. The fact that it might be 40 below zero half the time, although we're going all the way up to minus four today. Oh! And like zero the next couple of days. Oh! I can't find that zero thing, by the way. What, on the scale? See, I'm thinking, I know this is very revolutionary, and since I can't talk to anybody, you know, during the, because uh, they'll hear it on the air since this is such a technical disaster, I'm thinking that maybe, because I'd spring for the cash, what, how big of a deal is it to get audio on my computer? Not. Oh, but the, but then it would be a big deal to have it run it through the board. We'd have to get the engineers up here to do that. I'm sure you ha Well, yeah. Huh? Yes, but it's well, not. Well, what I'm saying is then, I can, in my spare time, because i got every disc that we've ever had and, you know, copies of everything here, and I could really make this DCS. We could, uh, The show could be 50 times more uh, entertaining as far as the stuff, because as opposed to, like, I, I was just looking for that zero bit, which I love. Can't find mm -hmm. it. What are the chances I'm going to find that today? None. While Enrique is so hot today. Even in Miguel's book. Don't you see what I'm saying? Right. I know. And I, could, I could be dubbing all those things off. I don't of know. Like what's, what's the name of it? Zero. Oh. It's called Zero. That's the name of the bit. It's an ACN bit. I know exactly, uh, you know, if I had the disc, I know exactly where to right, find it. They're all here. And where to stick it. Oh, maybe you'll find it. Maybe. I'll look. And then again, maybe not. I'm just thinking out loud, okay? Just so, like, if we had the real technology that we would need to be, like, almost a real radio station. Although we are on 24-7. I know the audience is very <laughs> impressed with that. Continuous remote, uh, what is it? What was it called? Disaster. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Uh, I got one. Courtney Love and Coco Bean. Coco okay? Bean? Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks. Uh, what was it? Courtney Love and what? Kurt Cobain. Oh, Kurt Cobain. Oh, yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. How's it going, Kurt? I couldn't understand what he was saying. He was mumbling. Well, what do you say to that? <laughs> you got zero? Oh, I love it. We'll play that come around for the <laughs> next break. Oh, sorry. I love that. You got that down, Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain? I got it down. Good. Excellent. Five six seven oh five sixty. Now are these votes going up? I guess I'm gonna try it again. What the F is she doing with him or the other way around? And what am I voting? I'm voting for Britney Spears and Justin Tinkerbell. And this business, I had a couple of faxes there 
Oh yeah, all uh, all the gay guys think Justin Tinkerbell is real hot. Yeah, all all the gay guys who are uh, have bad eyesight. Maybe if Stevie Wonder was gay, he'd think that Justin Tinkerbell was really hot. <laughs> huh? He looks like I, I've stepped in stuff that looks better for him. In addition to which, he can't think for sure. Yeah, but other than that, he's great. I don't believe for one second she ever touched any part of him. I don't think they ever even shook hands. They never even shook it. Just like that whole business with Nick Lachey and your friend Jessica Simpson. Although at least she, you know, at least she looks okay. Not great, but okay. Although you were you yeah. were hyperventilating there for a little while and that kind of like wore off. I was. Once the aroma kind of faded away, wore. Yeah, yeah, you were pretty. Uh, you no, were pretty. She looks a lot better in person, and she was very nice. You and know she what? Was sitting in, in the room she, there with you. She does look a lot better in person without well, all the, uh, the processing. She looked like a normal human being. Right. Did she flash a little nipple or something there? No, the show? her dad was here. Her dad was there? Hovering over me <laughs> with a knife. That's like the time Donnie Osmond was on and his wife was standing in the control yeah. room. Were you working then? No. Oh, brother. She was giving me the evil eye during the whole... He was on, I think, a mm -hmm. couple hours with me. And she was giving the evil eye. She was nervous, man. She was a nervous bitch. He kept reaching his hand inside it like his vest under his jacket there. Like that scene from The Godfather with Enzo. Oh, oh the uh, the father? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You wanted to make an offer you couldn't refuse. Jessica Simpson, she's taken already, okay? 10.56 at 5.60. we got another half hour, and then those trends are going to be coming out. Oh! Now, who's going to be running the trends now that we got Miguel sitting in the other room there? Somebody. Maybe Clarence? Maybe. Give him something to do anyway. Well, he's a real student of those numbers now, man. He's got numbers, and he's in that, with a computer going. He, he's like a real little wizard in there. Meet our own Mr. Wizard. Clarence Darrow. Sports! Yeah, that's him. You know, for a coon's age, I've been telling you about the health benefits of Oleomed, which I'm popping every day now. Look how fast my cold's going away, by the way. Mm-hmm. It is. And I keep telling you about Oleomed because this stuff really works. Oleomed soft gels contain pharmaceutical-grade olive oil, not ordinary pedestrian olive oil, but super concentrated and loaded with health benefits for you. Oleomed every day can help reduce the risk of heart disease and high cholesterol, plus... There are 14 different oleomed formulas for you to choose from. Each one combines pharmaceutical-grade olive oil with vitamins, minerals, and herbals to support specific health needs, from your bones to your blood pressure to your immune system. Just pick out the formulas that are right for you. And now there are three new oleomed formulas. There's one to help you sleep, one to help you control your weight, and CoQ10 for your heart, which is damn important stuff. You'll find Oleomed at Publix, Eckerd's, Walgreens, Whole Food Markets, Navarro, Sedanos. Order it online if you like at oleomedamerica.com. If you'd like to find out more about their products and what they can do for you and which ones you ought to be popping, call toll-free 1-866-OLEOMED. That's 1-866-653-6633. Get your Oleomed and start popping it in your puss today. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560 UAM. Don't have a penis. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. And where's my Enrique bit? I totally forgot it. Putz. I knew he'd do it. I did. I See, I would have talked to you on the talk back, but I can't hear the that. The temperature is zero. It is cold. It is so freaking cold. And I cringe every time the wind blows. In my pants. Something is shrinking I'm so cold I can't lip sync That's because it's zero, baby 
560 WQM, I love that, don't you? Yeah, it's great. Great minds work alike. You and I both voted on C for the same uh, thing here. Yeah, and I even I, I didn't want to agree with you just out of uh, just out of spitefulness, and I went up and down the list, and I got to say. The couple who made you, and the poll is up now. We're getting a few votes trickling in. People are discovering it's up. It's popping straight up. The couple who most made you say, what the F is she doing with him? Britney Spears and Justin Tinkerbell's got two. Of course, that's our votes. And, mm. why, and uh, I'm not even going to give them because it just it just went on there now, so you can cast your vote, and we'll keep adding to it. Here's the good news, and you heard it first right here, baby. The moment it was on CNN, the instant it was on, we got it for you, okay? Even though we're out of touch with what's going on everywhere. You asshole, Jika, you silly goose, you, man. 27 minutes till those trends. Oh! The U.S. terror threat level will be lowered today from orange or high to yellow or elevated. Government sources tell CNN, certainly not News Network. A senior administration official said the decision will be announced today by Attorney General John Ascroft and Homeland Security Director Tom Rigid. The level was raised from yellow, raised yellow to orange on February 7. The decision was sealed at a White House meeting this morning. Senior officials said going back to yellow is based on the consensus that while there are still worrisome signs, things are not as loud and as detailed as we were hearing when the government decided to raise the threat level to elevated. Not as much chatter. Got it. And in honor of that, yeah, Miguel is wearing a yellow shirt. Let's hear it. Okay. Wearing a yellow shirt, pretending to be Enrique. If anybody wants to meet the real Enrique, just go to QAM. Go to the control room. And there he is, in disguise as Miguel. I bet you Miguel sings better. I'll see him at the Marlins game. He'll let you touch it. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. You're going to be at the Marlins game? Yeah. <clears throat> Why? Working. I gotta work. Doing what? I gotta go register people to go win some more Marlins tickets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Are you kidding me? <laughs> wow! This is your comedy station for the new millennium, man. You'll register be on in the background people. too. Oh. I'm getting choked up about that. That's a that's a hoot. Don't forget we got that Marlin game. Marlins and the Orioles, big exhibition game. Get out there to this. Uh, where is that being played? Fort Lauderdale. Oh, in Fort Lauderdale. 
God forbid they should play an exhibition game like in a real stadium. So they're playing at Fort Lauderdale, so get out there to uh, that stadium. Now, wasn't that Yankee Stadium? No. It's not? No, Yankees haven't played there in a long time. Well, what is the stadium where they play? Lockhart Stadium? They're playing right next to Lockhart. It's for Lauderdale Stadium. It's a new stadium? No, it's old. Well, didn't it used to be called Yankee Stadium when the uh, Yankees used to train there? I don't. I doubt it was called Yankee you Stadium. You better get with it, Mister, because you sure don't know your baseball. You better talk to Joe Costello. He'll straighten your ass out, Mister Yankee Yankees in New York. I hope the Yankees lose every goddamn game they play. Okay, this season, next season, a week from circus. I hope they lose every game. By the way, did we find out when the uh, Perum was? No, isn't it in March? Every time I ask him, he says the same same response. That's not well, an I wrote answer. It down. Okay. I wrote it down. There it is. I'm looking at it, Miguel. The 18th, March 18th, like I said. I told you. Here's Deerfield. Hello. Hey, I thought you guys had gotten rid of those preseason exhibition games off the air. I guess not. No. <laughs> God forbid we should do that. That would make too much sense. What a great category. It's actually made for rock and roll musicians and models. I've got four choices. I don't know if they've already been chosen or not. Okay. In no particular order. Billy Joel and Christy Brinkley. Got it. On there. Rick Ocasek and Paulina Poroskova. Good choice. It's got going it. On. Got it. Oh, okay. Uh, Axel Rose and Stephanie Seymour. She, whatever. She's a model. He's a rocker. Match made yeah, in heaven. He's, he's grotesque and she's hot. He, she's not. He's gro he, the guy is right, George. Get with it. All right. She's grotesque. And the last one, I'm, I'm, got a I'm big pretty much nose. <laughs> Tommy Lee and Pamela. I figure you got yeah, that one a long time ago. Made in heaven. We got it. Thanks. No, you're you're wrong. That one belongs on there. Pamela Lee and Tommy. Uh, uh, that, you're wrong about that. You've got a thing about her just because she's got fake boobs and you know it smells bad. Oh, I mean, once upon, time, ago, those pictures... once upon a time, there were a lot of guys sitting about an inch away from their TV when she was on Gay Watch, and they were squeezing and jumping up and down and having a nervous breakdown. And I wasn't one of them. I still do. Well, there you oh, go. There's Miguel. You can have See, it. You can have my portion. We're not, if we wanted to ask just George Rodriguez uh, this question, we could have just uh, discussed it before the show. It's a poll for the entire audience, not based on your my own opinion. personal. We well, we don't give there. a crap about your opinion in her case, okay? About this thing you got about Pamela Lee just because she was banging Kelly Slater or his skateboard, surfboard, no, whatever she's else. She's a nasty, pus-dripping skank. I, we don't care. With hepatitis. Well, once upon a time, she wasn't. Maybe yeah, when Angie Dickinson ago. was doing Larry King, maybe he was hot. <laughs> Maybe he was a hot number back in those days. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. I doubt it. One thing, one thing about him, other than getting much older, he looks the same today, the same piece of crap as he was. Let's see, what's that last day I saw him at that restaurant where he sat there? Uh, I reached my hand up to shake hands and he just sat there. It was uh, 25 years ago. 25 years ago, 78. Wow. The day he left to go to Mutual Radio. And when that was the beginning of where he is today, all based on suction, man, just sucked his way to the top. Last night he's got Bill Maher on there, and he's sucking and sucking, and, and Maher is saying things that aren't even remotely funny, and he's laughing and chortling and puking his guts out, just having a nervous breakdown, you know, like he was actually saying something uh, humorous. Is that a new show I saw him on yesterday? Real time? Yeah, on HBO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same piece of crap. Exactly. And in, in, in the book that he wrote, to prove, if you don't believe me, those of you who are Bill Maher apologists, this book about if you ride alone, you're riding with Sodom. 
About in other words, if you don't carpool, it's it's like the Ariana Huffington thing. You know, if you're wasting gas, you're helping out Sodom. I mean, what, We're not what, buying what, any gas. What from kind them? of crap is that? What kind of garbage is that, man? It's just stupid. It's stupid. <sighs> and the people that used to watch that show, Politically Incorrect, are people that don't understand anything about politics in the first place. That's why they thought it was so uh, wonderful. All ten of them. And there's the a call from, uh, I'm on the wrong line. Shame on me. I think I am. West Palm, are you still there? Hello? Hello. West yes, Palm? Sir. Yeah, here. Do you have, um, Sammy Davis Jr. and My Brit? Oh, that's a great one. And before My, there was, um, Tim Novak. And Sammy Davis Jr.? Yeah. Oh, my God. He must have had another one with something that didn't meet the eye, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. All right. My Brit, M-A-E, that is, by the way, it's way before your time. M-A-E? M-A-E-B-R-I-T-T. She was hot. Your what? My, my, my. Sammy Davis Jr., like I said, he must have been hung like a moose or something. Or maybe just because they liked the money. Kim Novak. Five feet tall or something? Yeah, he was about two feet tall. You could put him in his pocket, in in your pocket. And then if you needed like an extra eye, you could always bang him on the side of the head and it would pop right out. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. The pressure is building for those trends that are coming out. Now, ordinarily, the trends aren't that important, but, but today... Today's an exception, don't you think? Why? I don't know. I just thought it because to make it more dramatic. Probably oh, it isn't okay. an exception, but I thought I'd just give it a little bit of a build-up and make it more exciting that way. You know, plus you never okay. know. Maybe maybe we'll have more people in the morning. Maybe we'll have less people in the morning. I don't know how that's possible. Maybe an hour slot there at midday. Maybe we'll have a precipitous drop. I don't really give a crap, to be honest with you. I mean, it's nice to get that bonus money, but if not, hey, you're the guys that screwed around with this show. That's all I can tell you. You follow what I'm saying? No. What are you saying? We've got an out. We have an on very legitimate one too. They're the ones that decided to diddle with their uh with their what what do you call the cash cow. That's what they call me, the cash cow. They diddle with a cash cow and they're milking it for all they can get and they they screwed us up. We'll see. We'll see what the numbers could be anything. Could be anything from like a big improvement from the uh fall book to a disaster or who knows? Anything in between. I don't want to get those people in programming nervous or anything like that. Because you know Duff, when he gets nervous he starts to cry a lot. The couple who most made you say, what the F are you doing with him? Carmen Electra and Dennis Rodman, 14. Excellent choice. Lisa Marie and Michael Jackson, <laughs> 13. And we know the answer was not much. Julia Roberts and Lila Lovett, 13. Catherine Zeta-Jones and Michael Douglas, 8. Nicole Brown and O.J. Simpson, 7. Courtney's Cox and David Arquette, 4. Angela jo uh, Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton, 4. And the rest of And Britney Spears and Justin Tinkerbell only have three, which two of them are our votes. Shame on you, uh, people. Shame on you. Maybe they think he's cute. Oh, my God. Bye, bye, bye. Exactly. I want to put my money on break. I've had, if he's cute, then I just had a real cute bowel movement this morning, I'll tell you. Look just like him. 1113 at 560 WQAM. I'll tell you a place where you're going to be excited, and that's Pompano Park. we got live racing for you Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And coming up next Monday, mark this date on the calendar. It's only a few days off now. 
Coming up Monday, March 3rd, it's the next free spaghetti dinner night at Pompano Park. This has become a real favorite there in Pompano Beach. All the old yentas, and they're not the only ones invited, by the way. Everybody else is invited. All you have to do is buy a Pompano Park program this Monday, March 3rd, and you get yourself a coupon for a free spaghetti dinner on the 4th Floor Players Lounge. Dinner includes rolls and butter, salad, a heaping plate of pasta and marinara sauce. You can't beat it with a shtick or even with a whip. So be sure and be there Monday night for your free spaghetti dinner. Pass the word in the condos, okay? Let everybody know Pompano Park is the place to be this coming Monday night, March 3rd. And it's always the place to be. For example, coming up tomorrow night, Friday, March 7th, Pompano Park presents the only horse racing fireworks stunt show. It's outside in the entire world as Australian Vince Silvestro, the power technique wonder from Down Under, does his amazing hot-to-trot fireworks stunt show. Watches this crazy Aussie stands on the shaft of his race bike, holds the reins in his teeth, and while his super horse, Hand Me Silver, races around the track, Vince shoots off more than 2,000 rounds of fireworks. It's a show you must see to believe. It's almost as exciting as when Tom Wynn jumped over the rail at Northfield, uh, Northfield Downs. Pompano Park offering free general parking, free admission every afternoon and evening. And, of course, like I said, post time, 7.15 p.m. every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. What day is it today? Thursday, like tonight, at Pompano Harness. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. You asshole. We're so sorry, Dennis Rodman. We don't stock Angola teddies in and green. Oh, hey, hey. We're so sorry, Dennis Rodman. But the panties come with snappies to secure your little thing. Bill Jackson notified me. He said you're very pretty, but you're dressing too petite. He asked if you would mind wearing something underneath, cause you're way too tall. Way too tall. Every time he jumps, you can see his basketball. And you look retarded, retarded, for seven foot tall guy. Beth Ostrowski, who's Howard Stern's girlfriend, we have two faxes on that. Have you seen her? No. Well, we better put that on there. Beth Ostrowski and Howard Stern. What is she doing with him? Besides the fact he's got all that money, and the fax makes a good point. He's certainly uh, not because of his penis size. That's for damn sure. Donna Dixon and Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. And you say? Yeah, absolutely. 
And then here's one that says, what's uh, Phoebe Cates doing with Kevin Klein when mm -hmm. she should be with me, somebody says. I wonder if this is from the bird. <laughs> well, Kevin Klein, well, she's not any spring chicken anymore anyway. How old is she now, like 45? Yeah, but she still looks a lot better than he does. And he's like, he looks like he could be your father, right? Right, <laughs> and did then. Did we put that on there or not? Yes. Okay. And then here's this other fact, which also mentions about Howard Sperm. And this is kind of cute. Oh, let's see. Ted, Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg? Well, which one of them is Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which one of them looks really good? Sorry. I think it's a pretty close match. Although he's got better hair. Let's see. Any details about the brawl between Orlando, that's the big... Oh! ...and um, Josh Friedman? We already covered that. Nothing happened. Yeah, I mean, they were they were hyping that heavy duty on the morning show because they don't have anything else to talk about. But I don't think much of anything happened. Much of nothing other... happened. Nothing happened. It was all bull. In other words, it was just a contrived story. It never happened at all. Joe and Mark made it up and oh, it was picked eh. up and ran oh, with no. like a ball. Are you telling me again that this is another Mo picking up a Joe thing? Mo He's going to lose his Mo Joe if he don't cut the crap. And made a big simus about. It. They talked about that for like three, four days in a row, and it was just a contrived thing that that Joe made up. Yes. Oh, good. Oh my God. Golly, no wonder they gave up on Ding Dong School. You know what? Wow. Anyway, uh, this is it's a it's a big old bashing facts. This one from Lauren. Saw him on TV. Comes across as a know-it-all, and he knows very little. Goofy-looking F. It says yeah, he is a goofy-looking guy, but we like he's a good guy. Orlando Alzaguiri. Right, never stole a freight train. Right, he's not a bad guy. He doesn't know squat. I've, haven't I always said that? Yeah. He doesn't belong on the air, but he's a good guy. See? I'd rather work with people who maybe don't belong on the air but are nice people as opposed to people who don't belong on the air and aren't nice people. Not to mention any shows in particular. Look at that, it's already 1123. Oh, man, I can smell it. Oh, brother. I can smell it all the way up here because the pressure is building only seven minutes away. Somebody's going to be walking through that door. If there's a butt, I smell it. With some pages of stuff, and then you're going to be faxing them immediately up here. Don't be taking time to diddle with them. Just fax them right on up. I just put a whole bunch of extra paper in my fax machine there. See, this is one fax machine that doesn't run out of toner or paper. How do you sure, like that? rub it in. What a concept. Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Yeah, hi. How are you doing, Neil? Pretty good. Um, Anna Nicole Smith and the Billionaire. Did anyone get them down? Uh, which, one, which one of them looked good? Anna, hello? Uh, Anna Once Upon a Time. Yeah. I guess, um, Elizabeth Taylor and that construction worker. Oh, yeah, what the hell was his name? I don't Larry Fortensky. Larry Fortensky, very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. He's some construction worker she just married, and, um, Celine Dion and that Sean Connery lookalike. Yeah, but she ain't, she's a nasty looking. Yeah, that's true. Liza Minnelli and her husband. Who? Liza Minnelli and the one guy who's, uh, we're not all for sure that he's straight. And which one of them looks good? Well, uh, I guess none of them. It's just a question of what they're doing together. Yeah. I don't know necessarily of who's hot or who's not. Just yeah, what I they're think doing that's together. where we really were coming from. You know, otherwise okay. we could have put... I didn't really catch the poll exactly, but I don't know. That's just my thought on it. Good choices. Thanks. All right. Be good. We will. We'll be good. So which ones are those that we using? Uh, I thought I said... I I'm thought just, I just I'm got double through. checking as I write and kill Liz Taylor and uh, Larry Fortemsky. I mean, you're the one that came up with his name, which right. is shocking. 
I mean, she was I'm only not disagreeing. Like 40, I'm just recapping here. Forty-five times. Yeah. Now, she was married. The old fag hag that she was. <laughs> she sure had a lot of. Did she ever have any children by any of those eighty-five husbands? You know, I don't know. I don't think she did. She was married to Richard Todd. Right. Remember, around the world in eighty days. She, if you and name them all, like, it'll be uh, noon. And she was married to Eddie Fisher, and his uh, brother Macy Fisher, and uh, Dick he Burton, Fisher Island. Uh, Richard Burton a couple of times. Yeah, I think he put IOD on here. And uh, a whole bunch of other people. And she was married to Michael Jackson, and then she was married to Brooke Shields. And then uh, Chris Atkins <laughs> got in the middle. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. We're not going to make a big thing about these trends. They're just numbers on a page, okay? We know that Arbitron's full of crap. Let's preface the numbers coming out by saying that these are the same people that told us that America is ecstatic, that they took a poll somewhere in somebody's backyard, and America's ecstatic with the way that deregulation is working and that radio choices are in America today, that America loves what's happened to radio thanks to the FCC. That's Arbitron. That's what we have to live by. Bunch of grave robbers. Here's Key Largo. Hello. It's Tom. Buddy boy. Good morning to you. Oh, oh get out of here. Go away. Go away. I would say go away and come again another day, but just don't come back. Good golly, Miss Molly. Man, we're and, and you know the bad part is we keep picking up new ones now. You know, we like picking up new listeners, but new chronics we could probably live without during 2003. Oh. Don't you think? Yeah, I think. I mean, I could be wrong about that, but let's let's just make a. It's only at the end of February. We could still make a nice New Year's resolution. No more chronics in 2003. My, my local. This is Sports Radio 560. Oh my God. When I'm at home or when I drive, all that I hear all day and night. The same old songs or right-wing shows all over corporate radio. They bought them all. The talent is gone. Now all that's heard are neocons, their ways of crime and major lies to make us feel we should change our
Okay, it's 1132 at 560 QM. So the first numbers you faxed to me, they uh, tell me nothing. Right, well, here's some more. Oh. On their way. Bad? I don't know, I'm sticking them in without looking at them. Oh, just stick them in there, don't look at them. Well, anyway, yeah, these are 12 plus. Per- what? Nothing. He said he's not, I'm, I'm reaching back in the fax machine, so if I'm off mic, too freaking bad. That's all right. Uh, let's see, 12 plus, person's 12 plus, but before we do that, let's see. First of all, it's Mary Madeline. Uh, Lynn Samuels emailed me to correct us. We don't want to be wrong. Madeline, M-A-T-A-L-I-N. Married to James Carville. Got it? No. M-A-T-A-L-I-N. Mary Madeline. Got it? Not Mary Magdalene. Also, she suggests Michael Nichols and Diane Sawyer, but who the hell's the uh, good-looking one in that group, in that pair? I don't think so. Also, Danny DeVito and his wife, Rhea Perlman, what a dog. But uh, they're both dogs. He comes up to her kneecaps, I say no. Right. I don't think they get it. I don't think they understand it. No, and I think it would be a good time to stop because uh, all of this fax madness that's going on right now. What do you mean by that? Oh, yeah, don't fax us anymore. We got, uh, we're busy now with the numbers. But you can keep calling. The calls are uh, smoking. Veteran U.S. diplomat resigns over Iraq. A veteran U.S. diplomat based in Greece has resigned to protest President Bush's fervent pursuit of war with Iraq. J. Brady Klesling, who served as political officer at the Athens Embassy, reportedly said in the resignation letter to Colin Powell that he left the diplomatic service because of his disagreement over the Bush administration's Iraq policy. Our fervent pursuit of war with Iraq is driving us to squander the international legitimacy that has been America's most potent weapon on both offense and defense since the days of Woodrow Wilson, Klesling wrote, according to the New York Times. Uh, George W. wanted to know who the hell was Woodrow Wilson. How do you like that? So, uh, Mr. Quisling, I mean, Klesling has uh, resigned. Rusty Klesla. Are you faxing me more stuff? Yes. Oh, God, I'm reaching back here. So, anyway, 12 plus. Now, the people in the business listen very religiously. Number one, I see this is a Spo and Schwo book uh, trend. You can see that. This is November, December, and January. Because, you see, number one, WEDR went from a 6.3 to a 6.6 overall. They're still number one, but up. Also, power from a 6-2 to a tie for number one, 6.6. We're tied for number one down the hall at power. Oh! And what is that crap they played on the hall? And Radio Mambi went from fourth to third, 4.5 to 5.4. So you see where this is going? And then hot. So the top four stations are all ethnic, black and uh, Hispanic. Do we have a chance? No. No. Life, which I do life, uh, like life a little bit now. Did I say that before? Yeah, you did mention it once. One one point five, not bad, uh, not great, but not too bad. Radio Amor, four zero to a four two. So all the ethics went up. Love ninety four. Let's see. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. WIOD is eleventh with a three three, the same as they were in a fall book, and we're sixteenth. Uh, and this is twelve plus uh, with a two point six compared to a two point seven. So a little droppage there in twelve plus. Now we're starting to get into like the day parts twelve plus, which I don't think is really all that important anyway, is it? Unless we decide it is. No. I mean, we don't really care about 12 plus because that's everybody from 12 up to the age of 500. Radio Mambi, WAQI. Look at, oh yeah, this was a heavy uh, SPO book, man. All you Julios, all you Beaners. Good God. Radio Mambi is number one in the morning with a 6.3 overall, 12 plus, followed by Hot. Radio Amor, big. Howard drops to fourth in the morning. This don't, and that's Howard Stern, of course, I'm talking about. Now, let's see. WIOD in the morning, 3.7 to a 3.6. About the same. Not a big change there. WQAM, 2.5 to a 2.8. Oh! All right, Mo. Go get him, Mo. Huh? Of course, that's 6 to 10. Yeah. See what I'm saying? I mean, it's still, I, I four, it's still 14th. It's still a very lame number. But nevertheless. 
Okay, I'm assuming the next ones are going to be uh, 10 to 3. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Not going to be good, man. 10 to 3. Don't see it. 4-1 to a 3-7. Uh-oh. Of course, that includes that awful December, man, that 3-whatever uh, we had. Where that guy sandbagged you? Where we got sandbagged. 4-1 to a 3.7. 10 to 3. Let's blame it on a mad dog. Nobody will know the difference. Not good. All right. Okay, and then we got the Humpers numbers going to come. Now, who's uh, big there in the midday? Life is number one with a 5-9. Radio uh, Mambi, EDR, WIOD with a 4-5. But again, this is 12+. plus. Does this mean right. anything? No. Not really. But it's not a good sign, George. Not a very good sign. I think we could be the weak link. You know what I'm saying? Time for them to write a check and say it was nice for five years plus, but here's the rest and uh, have a good life. And obviously that 2-8. I mean, we could have brought him down. You realize that? Yeah. You think that's possible? No. No, I don't know. Well, either. it's possible, but anything's possible. You think it's likely? No. Now, what happened to the midday numbers? Uh, I mean, the uh, afternoon. Where's that's the hunter? Everything I got in here, I there should, uh, you should have gotten them. Where's three to seven, mister? You should have gotten them. I faxed He's them. holding back. I faxed them. I'm looking at them. This man is holding back. Audience is waiting on the phone desperately. I'm stapling uh, in groups of pages here, and I have no three to seven. A humper, I'm sure, is listening right now, wanting to find out, even though 12 plus ain't important. Don't worry about it, Hank. I'm sure you have it. It went through. Okay, here we go. Uh, seven to midnight. No, I, I don't have it. All right, I'll refax it. I got seven to midnight. Well, wait wait and see. There's more stuff coming. Just relax. Okay. You just, the problem is you're just pouring stuff into that damn fax machine. You're no pouring kidding. it in there. Two, three to a two, six. What's three to seven. Three to seven, 12 plus. So everybody else went up a little bit, and we went down. <laughs> In the midday, see, maybe it was a sports month, or maybe it was that December thing. I again. think it's all that political talk. I told you not to do that. Oh, I'm sorry. I better not do that again, but I will. I will. So two six, and we had a what? Three seven. Yes. From ten to three. Yes. Okay, we'll start getting the uh, meaningful numbers here momentarily. Okay, oh, here it is. Finally, now I'm getting 3 to 7. Power 96 from a 7.6 to a 7.7. .7. Number one. Oh! Kicking ass, baby. And I'm looking down the list. I don't see. Where the hell are you finding this? On the third page, I guess, huh? Yeah. Don't worry, Humper. This is only 12+. plus. Nobody gives a flying crap about 12+. plus. From a 2.3 to a 2.6, like I said. What's a Schmidt? Sh sh uh, Schmidt. What? what? What's, what's his name got? 3.5 went up a little bit. Oh! Ah, there See? you go. So, again, this means the right wingers got these uh, diaries in January again. Right? Right. See, I'm telling you, that's why there's no market for liberal radio talk show hosts, because they just uh, don't stick up for us like this other crap goes on. We're, we're finished. We're done. Don't count any more bonuses ever again. We're finished. But that's okay. they got to pay. Let's take a call from uh, Palm Beach. Hello? Good morning, guys. Yes, sir. Hey, I, I have a feeling you probably played that Rodman bit because somebody suggested Carmel Electra already. Yes. Okay, great. They're in first and, place, as a matter of They're in first place with 33 votes. Yeah, it's obvious. Already, somebody already stole my Donna Dixon thing. Oh, Donna yep. Dixon. Um, so what about like Dave Dixon. E what about even in, even though she's kind of blimpified a little bit, uh, Kirstie Alley and that hipster doofus guy she's married to. Even fat, she still looks good. Who's okay. she married to? Oh, that Parker dude. Well, I can't remember his first name. Parker they're, Stevenson? They're divorced. They're prior divorced? Yeah. Okay, well, then also... 
George again is missing the point. That's no, not I get the poll. it. That's who. We, that it's, yeah, it was just, he's, he said that who she's married to. Well, maybe she was married to. Is she what was he's talking about. Him. Okay. Okay. Well, this comes in the. And why step. are you faxing me eighteen to thirty-four next? I don't give a flying crap about eighteen to thirty-four. Faxing you we don't everything. have five people eighteen to thirty-four. What? And finally, yes. The last subcategory, and a category of why the f are they with anyone? Tom Green and Drew Barrymore. Got it. Thanks. So, yeah, thanks. So do you not want these before I fax any more of them? Oh, I, I guess. I mean, if this is what you got, but it's such a tremendous waste of your effort well, and my time and everybody's fax paper them and, uh, and the trees them. they had to chop down right? and everything. It's not looking too promising, mister, I'll tell you that. Say the word and I won't. I think, I think we got a lot to answer for here in the midday. In fact, I think it looks like the whole thing has come crumbling down is what it looks like to me, okay? I think Greg Reed's folly has come crumbling down around all of us, if you ask me. Live and local, this, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Do you have a heart or a liver? No. Okay, 1147 at 560QM. Okay, now finally you're starting to fax me some stuff that might have some significance. Men? Yeah. Men 18 plus. Because 18 to 34, I mean, everybody went up a little bit. In the morning, look at the Moemeister, baby. Look at that. I can't already stack it. He's he's kicking ass. This is better than sex. See? 18 to 34, that's persons. He went from a .7 to a 1.3. Oh! I mean, basically what I'm seeing here is that all the numbers are like leveling out in a whole place. It's like after, like in a club in Rhode Island, you know, after the fire. Everything was like kind of leveled and it all looked the same. That seems to be what Greg has done here on WQAM, amazingly, astonishingly. Could be wrong, though. But anyway, men, 18 plus. Did you look at these or you just Yeah, I know. I just uh, looked at ours and it's on its way to you right now. Not good, huh? No. Really? WAQI, 5.0 to a 5.7, number one. Power four seven to a four nine from third to second. As a matter of fact, yeah. When you see what's above us, I think it speaks volumes. It won't be an English-speaking uh, station, probably. Uh, yes and no. Really? Yeah. Not WIOD. Yeah. You have to be schmitting me. So no. in other words, now now what the ratings are in this market anywhere are all political. It's all the uh, ditto heads against us. 
And we just we just can't handle it if the right wingers get the books. Okay, now let's take a look first at the morning, okay? Where Mo has made a gigantic inroad here, going from number six to number four, or four two to a four nine. Okay? Okay. I I mean I say gigantic inroad, that might be a little bit of a stretch, but at least he's he's recovered from the, the precipice, the edge of falling into the radio abyss. You see what I'm saying? Now this yeah, was if I'm not answering it's because I'm over by the fax machine. November, December, and January. That's okay, I don't need a response. Because you already told me that we're just uh, finished. So let's see. Now, how do, how's the Fox doing in the morning? Fox Sports that they're so panicky and having a nervous breakdown about? Do I see them anywhere on here? Fox uh, News Sports. Uh, I'm looking WRFX 11 to a 1.4 oh! in the morning. Beware the evil Fox. That's what they say on Passions. Look out for old Fox. And what and what uh, function does he serve on that show? I'm just asking rhetorically. Can anybody tell me what function he, other than standing around with his arms folded, looking real? Swishy. Okay, let's see. Ten to three, men eighteen plus. Oh boy, WAQI. Well, see again, this is an ethnic thing and a political thing. Radio Mambi, a five nine up right. to a six well, point eight. Because that's and they all also, they talk about. What? They're all right wing political too, for what it's worth. So in other words, all the right wingers, both Hispanic and Anglo, got the diaries in January, and so uh, AQI Radio Mambi is number one. We're back to this crap again. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen this back since the Mariel Boatlift. Right. IOD from a 5.8 and number 3 in the book to 6.1 and number 2 in uh, this trend. WQAM, which is uh, 6.5 down to a 5.9 in men. November, December, January. But, of course, keeping in mind that that includes that December, that bogus 3-point-something in there. Right. Which will drop off. I'm not making excuses, but I'm just telling you that will vanish. Not good, George. Not good. And, of course, the humper will obviously go up. Oh, it's in the machine. I didn't look at it. I beg your pardon? I didn't look at it. It's in the machine. Keep in mind the 5-9 is from 10 to 3, so between 9 and 1, we probably... Right. Like, oh, Humper went up. begin to imagine how we got walloped, okay? We're going to get walloped because you keep ripping a bushmeister. You know what? Too freaking bad. Too freaking bad. Ain't going to be anybody on this show that's going to start pandering for political purposes because the right-wingers are punishing us, like that clown that called in about, he punished us in December. Well, guess what? Somebody punished us again in January. And you know what? <laughs> Too bad. After all of these years, like, I'm going to worry about, uh, you know, who the hell is uh, what we have to prove to anybody. Men 18 plus in the afternoon, power number one. That speaks for itself. WIOD 4-4 to a 5-point. Oh! oh, look at that. The Schmidtmeister. See, again, mm-hmm. tied with a humper who went from a 4-6 to a 5-point. Oh! Tied for second. Nice going, Hank. But still tied with the Schmidtman. So if you're right wing, you can do your thing. And everybody else, and they're talking about a liberal freaking radio network. <laughs> oh, my God. you got to be kidding me, man. Or as they say at IOD, you got to be schmitting me. That's the name of that game. Liberal talk show hosts in the tank, down the drain with Reno. Because they just, you know, our, our audiences won't play the game the way the right wingers do. They won't do it. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How are you? I got a okay. couple here. Uh, Tommy Motola and Elias. Got it. You got that one? How about yep. Heidi Klum and whatever her husband's name is? Heidi Klum and whatever her husband's name is, George. Okay, thank you so much. I think he just dropped his phone into his... Rectum. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon. Uh, what are you going to be faxing me now? I hear the fax machine is still puking and puking. There really isn't any need for anything else. I don't oh, you don't want the uh, person's 2554? Oh, well, I guess. I guess if uh, they humor you. Well, I mean, I'll stop right now. No, if you got the persons. Let me go pull the plug. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless. Now I got a lot of votes on the poll already. The couple who made you most say, "What the f is she doing with him?" Carmen Lecter and Dennis Rodman. And, and by the way, before I give the poll results, you know that woman that called again yesterday, and you certainly do know which one I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Who would like us to sacrifice the entire program to satisfy her and turn this into a WFTL? You know, if we continue going in that direction, pretty soon this will be Light Bulb Junior. We'll have the same kind of numbers they used to have on the light bulb. We'll be doing fractions. There's no audience for it, honey. Hate to break the news to you, lady. No audience. Nobody wants to hear that crap. Anyway, getting back to this. Carmen Lecter, Dennis Rodman, 40 votes. Lisa Marie and Michael Jackson, 35. Julia Roberts and Lyle, I love it, 34. Catherine Zeta-Jones and Michael Douglas, 16. Everybody else in single digits. Including Brittany and Justin Tinkerbell with only nine. Shameful. Oh. I guess these people just don't get it. They just don't understand. Maybe they're just not as crazy about Britney as some other people might be. You think? Who are you talking about? I'm, I'm looking at these. Uh, I know. Fact, you, seven. Oh, I got pages just all over the place. It's just too much. I'm just overwhelmed with pages of crap, with faxes, with stuff here. Yeah. What the hell was that? Bagpipes. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. We're less than an hour away from Marlins baseball. Oh! That's your goose is back up there again. Let's just put some ball games on here in midday. That sounds good to me. We'll work a couple of hours every day, maybe an hour and a half. Then we'll put some Marlin games on. We'll play some tapes of some old Marlin games. That should do it. What do you think? Yeah, let's go. Here's a call from Jupiter. Hello. Hola, Neil. Yes, sir. How's the weather today? I beg your pardon. How's your weather today? It's a sunny and uh, murky. It's still going to be about 26. Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, I, she's dead, but you brought up dead people earlier. Um, how about the royal die and uh, Charles? I know you don't like her, but... Uh, but compared to him, she was pretty much of a knockout, yeah. There you go. Princess Diana and uh, uh, Prince Charles. And did anybody say Maury and uh, Connie? Maury and Connie. Oh, Maury, uh, yeah, but who's the hot one in that group here? <laughs> Maury Puppick and Connie Chink? Yeah. I think it's a good match. Okay, have a great day, sir. See, they don't get it. They don't understand it. No. What is she doing with him, either present or past? In other words, what is somebody as beautiful as her, which I don't think Connie Chunk is beautiful, <laughs> uh, doing with a guy who looks like that? You know what I'm saying? Who looks like that. You don't go to Vegas and talk to a man like Mo Green like that. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM.